0: Cool, calm, collected, and a slice of cucumber on the side. <laughs> I don't know why I said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Q intro. It is currently 2021 Central European Summertime on the 26th of June. In uh, northern Norway, we've had a very warm day after the warm days on the continent has moved north. We've had... uh, We've had a, well, I mean, it's not warm compared to how it's been further south, but we've had a, a nice 18, 19, 20 degrees-ish today. Been outside working in the garden, doing a few other things. And now, I'm sitting down here, recording Exit port together with my compadre and uh, partner in crime, as per usual, Mr. Grumbles the Dwarf.
0: Good evening, and welcome aboard.
1: Good evening. Hello, fellow human. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody. We we thought today that we would be doing a bit of a shorter episode. Because we, we had a stonking one last time where I actually had to sit down and do some very active editing. Um, and the way I did that was that I let my editing software use a i to find small gaps where we could cut that out. <laughs> actually worked out really nicely i'm I'm happy about that it's it makes me less afraid of doing larger episodes at some point in the future too. How did you enjoy having stats as a
0: as a guest last time? I enjoyed it very much uh he was very pleasant he was very smart. He's very uh, friendly, and the conversations were very uh, flowing and smooth. Um, which isn't, you know, it's not always just a given, uh, even if you're in the same sort of business or whatever mm. in similar circles. Don't uh, you know how you get and get on with people, and it was just fun. It was, I know we're in a virtual studio, but it was fun to have him in the studio with us, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, like, I, I didn't really have a fear at all that we wouldn't be. Getting along and not having things to talk about, and because Stats, known as a well-spoken man on on stream, uh, we've 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 spoken enough to him to know that we we share quite a few things. So, and uh, and as far as he said himself, he really did enjoy being part of this. So, Stats, thank you for being our guest last time. No guest this time though, but uh, we do have some familiar topics for those uh being used to us talking about some sort of War Thunder thing not not today we not uh, so much. no we we have uh, me with my new work schedule and everything i i haven't really got any time to stream or play war thunder properly it kind of saddens me because it's a good game i do enjoy it but uh i need to uh, i need to find better time for it and and you with atlas and eco and and all the rp shenanigans like you uh you you hit a new groove man
0: yeah well we were talking in the editorial meeting beforehand mm-hmm. eh? hey and uh looking at the numbers and it was like what did i do in march i nearly streamed 300 hours and it's like oh yeah that's when atlas started <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, like the tiger was practically reminding me of that. So uh, yeah, it's it's been busy, but it's been great.
1: It has, it has. But we're going to start out as per usual with World of Warships. There's, uh, there's been a few things uh, to talk about, uh, and we're also going to touch a bit about it on, uh, on the questions from the community because we do have some this time, and I'm really glad. So thank you to everybody who did ask questions, or or post comments um also thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast we've apparently hit 500 downloads uh as of today when we do the recording and um and thank you for that and that's not even including all the views on youtube so we are far above that i think we're probably in uh somewhere between 750 to 800 in total but yeah <laughs> thank you everybody it it really is a lot of fun to make these so um but without further ado world of warships we both of us we we haven't really played as much warships warships as we usually do mm-hmm. and uh and it has something to do with a game we're going to be touching on a bit later but honestly it feels good to have a very casual relationship to world of warships again mm
2: mm-hmm. mhm
1: it's I'm starting to very much understand you when it comes to, to to how you see things and, and kind of experience it. It's very nice because the only time I play it now is during the grumbling, mm-hmm. and it has been for the last two weeks. And it, I don't know if it'll stay like that. And that that kind of depends on eco and how that goes. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I noticed the most when coming back. Was that yeah, there is one thing that usually annoys me in games, and that's when you have a volume disparity <laughs> and and uh, and 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 this Friday, I think I almost had a heart attack <laughs> when going into the armory and looking at the transformer stuff the first time around. There was swearing in Northern Norwegian on the stream and <laughs> uh yeah, like, like how, how, how is it possible that it becomes so loud? <laughs> like, seriously, how is this not one thing that gets mastered down into the same volume level? Huh?
0: Yeah, uh, what I don't get is even beyond that, right? So yeah, the you can make all the correct points, uh, you know, about how they're mastering it and managing the audio and all that. Stuff. But like just quality assurance, or just anybody simply loading up the game and clicking their way through all the things that have changed, or uh, you know, yeah, it's it's I don't think it's that big of an ask. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, because it's a lot that changes each month, but it's also a month. And at what point did they have that bit of the armory and the audio? Maybe that comes in late. So I'm not going to give it the whole, oh, it's super easy, blah, blah, I could do it with my eyes shut. That's not true. But, yeah, for the sake of potentially deafening, frightening somebody, whatever, Uh, check it out beforehand. Yes, <laughs> please like how many employees 500 plus plus. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of them didn't open it and go holy sugar <laughs> not one not one of them opened the game and went to the army and went whoa yeah it's like yo dave is
1: this supposed <laughs> to be that
2: loud <laughs> <laughs> what thank yeah, you exactly yeah
1: <laughs> like it's i almost fell off my chair it is insane, and and like I, we've had this before with different skins, and and it still is. I think it's the like the futuristic skin uh, that came in the um, uh, in the Halloween event for the Öland. 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 <laughs> where the guns are really loud. Um, mm-hmm. and 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 that again, like you'd think that. Gunfire volume is mm-hmm. a set value. You record <laughs> it. You, re- <laughs> you record it, and then you say, "Okay, all files <laughs> mastered at X amount of decibel." And then the the volume in game then adjusts how loud it is for the person hearing it. Right? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. No,
1: apparently not. Like this. This goes back to the old Shiratsuyu gun bug, where there were ear bleedingly loud sounds going <laughs> on whenever you fired the guns on the shirt suit. I I used to I used to go around streams when that was a thing mm-hmm. and ask, hey, could you could you play the Shira as a, as a gunboat for me?
2: <laughs>
1: and they're like, Yeah, sure. La 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 But that was like, ah what the yeah. Oh my god. Oh, so loud. Like we're talking Yamato, go home. Mm-hmm. it the, <laughs> it was nothing and and so like how how mm-hmm. can they not do that that tiny bit like how rushed are they in in the uh, in the development cycle mhm i i can't for the life of me it, see it can't be that rushed no it can't be, it can't be. like we were talking something that takes a tiny bit of time, yep. because it it can't be every single time that you add something that has sound, right?
0: Well, let's just say it's lucky we're not talking about war thunder this time round. If we're talking <laughs> about strange sound changes, and, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> just a little nod towards Jurek on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I you know, I, I I I think you know I'll tell you what it is as well. A little one here and there, something peculiar, something that, you know, not really expected. Okay, maybe something slips through. Let's not be, I, I would not like that. And and like Mari and others who do testing and things are probably like shaking their fists at the, uh, you know, punching and unsubscribing from the podcast. But, you know, in general, okay, stuff slips through, it happens. Mm. But in this case, as an example, this is like your headline, one of your big headline big-ticket items, right? There's a lot in the pack, but it's like, hey, Transformers thing, loads of money. Like, and and given how easy... We're not talking about, like, a specific ship with a specific camo, you know, firing the guns, a specific loadout, whatever. It's not hard to find this one that no one could test it. It's like, log in, click the armory, Mm -hmm. click Transformers, Mm -hmm. be deafened. So... Yeah, I would say that uh, it's pretty pretty lame that that wasn't tested this time around.
1: <laughs> that ain't supposed to be like that. No. <laughs> Why are we getting f- lawsuits? <laughs> well, for
0: all these kids with hearing issues now.
1: There's an entire, just entire streaming communities out there with the ear bleed syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Going mop, mop. Mom. Why is there a new Twitch category called WoW's Sound Off? Who <laughs> authorized that?
1: World of Worship's no sound. There you go.
0: <laughs> and, you know, somebody in the, the management's like, get that category shut down immediately. And it's like, but sir, we can. Why not? Literally everyone's there watching it. No one's watching any of the channels <laughs> with the sound on. <laughs> wait a minute. (laughs) Do we think there's some kind of correlation? What do the spreadsheets
1: say? (laughs) The spreadsheet says they're having fun.
0: (laughs) 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 Who put the spreadsheet together? (laughs) Wait, the guy that owns the hearing aid company? Hmm. Mm. I smell a rat.
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. What's that? That's the, uh, the, we, we have a saying for that in Norwegian, like with the, uh, book in a half of the half second, where you have uh, a ram or a goat, and they have like this this feed bag, where they're allowed mm-hmm. to eat as much as they want, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they govern it, you know.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, can we? Uh, do you think we can launch a petition for? For sound guy to be outed publicly so that we can shame him <laughs> and point fingers at him and say hey you do better you know like we don't want to cause him harm or anything but we we want to point at him and be angry and say rawr
0: well I'd love to be like uh, you know uh, a bit naive and say no we we'll blame the management the decision makers <laughs> bottom line is that even if you blame the managers (laughs) you know and I know where the the bucks really stop so yeah and it it ain't with the poor sound guy
1: no it's not it's not poor guy
0: Mm. maybe he has tinnitus Hmm? could be that maybe that's how these things are slipping through (laughs) month on month (laughs) that's why it keeps getting more and more yep and what, can
1: somebody check in on the sound guy please make sure he's okay let's let's start there if he's okay then we out him publicly like I make two <laughs> loud sounds you know, make, wear, make him wear one of those signs on the stream
0: or something mm-hmm make him literally wear more cowbell for a day <laughs> <laughs> I hang two two round his neck one on the back one on the front everywhere he turns he jangles
1: Jesus, this is loud.
0: Yeah, there you go. Now you know.
1: <laughs> uh, but on to some good news from World of Warships. Mm. We finally got the test convoy. hmm I had a lot of fun with that. It's uh just- it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a harder mode to play, but mm-hmm. Yeah, no, seriously. Let's let's have this be part of the the random game mode rotation, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think so. It, can it be worse than, I don't know, Ocean or or the epicenter that everyone so maligns? I uh, I agree. They they brought the brawls thing. I you know, we've talked about this uh on and on and I think for good reasons and in a good way. But having this sort of hybrid content to mix things up, shift it a little bit. Um it's good, I think it can relieve some stresses, maybe it you know it's different it's challenging for people to learn, yeah obviously I don't think it's ready for that you know full rotation necessarily straight away I think for experienced players or as you gain i mean I suppose the flip side is why not the sooner you put it in there soon people can play it and get used to it yeah um uh yeah, which sort of reminds me in an anecdotal side note way um there was a rumor there was going to be a new map added, but you know, I've played a lot of hours. I've seen Jurek and others play many hours in the game. I don't think I've seen this map. So, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, same.
0: <laughs> yeah, kudos on bringing in uh, convoy. Must have been quite a lot of things to program and code, and uh, well, I was going to say test, but we talked about that already in the previous point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, look but over there it's a the dead horse map, to whip. <laughs> hopefully, the the new map arrives on a dead horse next month. <laughs>
1: So you know, sometimes we're 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 bad, we're bad, but it's yeah. fine, it's fine. Yeah, we're we, just we're teasing, but
0: yeah. But yeah. convoy's great. The it hybrid is. content I like. You know, why can, can we not have dirigible derby convoy? I mean, maybe they can build enough of these things up that they will have rotation with the different tiers and things, where it's you know a different game mode. So you'd have the maybe it won't be just you know the random uh, you know, but you won't have this all or nothing like you're either doing the co-op pve stuff or you're you know within which i kind of include the the operations in that Mm. bracket because they're they're so tired now um you know or you've or you've got random and, and random and ranked is more or less the same thing now um it would be nice to have this kind of like a third core game mode which is this hybrid and and have enough content with the tiers and the maps and things to have rotations of that too. And that may or may not become the new, you know, core and, and random of the game. I don't know. I mean, I prefer it, um, but it's also nice to to flip back and forth. We did a bit of that as well, yeah, where we switched in and out. And like last time out, we, I don't think we played the convoy. We forgot or didn't get around to it. So uh, it's, 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 I think it's good to have the options and mixture. And I think that's a good thing for the player base and, uh, and probably good for longevity and growth but you know which is obviously why they're doing it so they kind of agree and we just give them some encouragement
1: yeah, this is why i kind of want to see it be uh, be folded in under randoms because mm-hmm. then you have uh you have the normal game mode where it's um kill the entire enemy team mm-hmm. uh then you have uh not capture the flag, but you know the the three three capture bases or four, whatever how many that those are. I, what's that called again? Domination? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could have dirigible derby. You could have convoy. You could have a multiple of them, even. Mm-hmm. Um, it all folded in under one. And then you, for those who don't want dirigible derby or um, or Convoy, or the special modes, they could go ahead and say, like, a checkbox saying, I don't want these. Let me just have normal type of, of modes. Yeah. That way mm-hmm. they stay in the queue, but others that don't mind get put into everything. Mm-hmm. That way you don't split the player base in, in that way, but, yeah you still have the the option you know i I think mm-hmm. that might work, but but like we're gaming don't want to split the player base, and I do understand that uh so mm-hmm. so that's why I'd rather see it be part of one game mode honestly mm-hmm. just don't know sure if it if it could work who knows mm-hmm. um but it's a it is a lot of fun. And it's a completely different way of of approaching the map. Like you saw, you saw some of the matches that we did on Conway, where where we we noticed, that, okay, they're holding a choke point here. We mm-hmm. should do something similar.
0: Yep, 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 yep.
1: And and just the importance of having flankers do their thing, and the importance of of the team working together. Because we had one match. Where we literally had the ability to hold off so many of the enemy team, Mm -hmm. but the rest of our team kind of hung around us instead of following our convoy and helping that out.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But, and then people are like, oh, you can't sit there. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Kremlin. (laughs) I'm supposed to sit here and annoy them. (laughs) <laughs> you go on ahead you're faster than me you go do your thing i can shoot things from here it's fine you know but oh you can't sit there yeah tell oh, that to he's... the six enemies looking at me
0: press the buttons how i want you to press them
1: yeah exactly <laughs> but but that's that's kind of why i want it to be more of a normal mode because people get used to it and they see that, oh, okay we got to do it this way we can do it that way you know that mm-hmm. sort of thing
0: agreed like i'm sure there's like you know there's always a meta that evolves with these things fairly quickly uh uh but i do you know i think it's good it switched it up it was you know it's like usual, completely lost and confused at the beginning but you (laughs) give it a go and you start getting the hang of it it's just it's good fun it's something different and i I think that's a positive so i applaud them for doing it um we just have to see with time uh where, where it goes
1: yeah yeah no definitely definitely and uh, so, kudos, Wargaming. Keep it up. They're fun. Give us more. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Uh, I I think we're I are we are we segueing already? We could
0: be. It could be. We're in danger. We're very close to it.
1: We're okay. Like how hmm. how do we segue these days? I've forgotten.
0: Do we have a good segue? <laughs> well, I know that you're. Uh you're thinking of having a musical jingle to go with each segue, so <laughs> yeah
1: i actually i do uh because i i, I recently uh I recently went over uh, to help um fix some of my dad's house mm mm-hmm. um, and it, because i've i've spoken to dad about that uh, a while ago because he has um an old technics kn1200 keyboard slash synthesizer. I can't speak. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yep, there you go. Uh, uh so I picked that up with me back home. Uh, mm-hmm. and I want I want to make tiny jingles for for all our tiny mm-hmm. uh, little parts here.
0: Can I can I just I just have to say one thing. Yeah. yeah. I think on Friday you said that as well. Did you I? You kept saying I want to make tiny jingles. And I just cannot help but chuckle oh, no. to myself. I know it's so immature, but I'm like, well, he's a little gnome. What else are you gonna make? And giant jingles? Now that now you're scaring me. The tiny jingles. I mean, that's just jingles. I love jingles. Oh. It just gets me every time when you say that. I'm like, yeah, okay. Why? Why didn't I see that one coming? Why? <laughs> um, I don't know. But I, did, I didn't mention it on Friday because I was like, ah, you know, it's just funny to me, maybe, and no one else. But when I mean, does that normally stop me? Let's be fair. Eh,
1: fair. You know, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, tiny
1: jingles. If you're listening to us, help us out. <laughs> can we have, can we have jingles just announcing the different parts? Uh, jingles, jingles,
0: doing the jingles. <laughs> <laughs> and what? now for something completely different. Let's let's reach out to, him. let's see
1: let's see what we're able to do. Uh, but yeah, Jingles is a content creator, and that's our segue to streaming and content creation. Yay. There, there you go,
0: it. <laughs> beautiful.
1: That's a long segue. I won't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like almost its own section. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, we've talked about it before, and mm. but we. we Twitch has now finally rolled it out to pretty much everyone, even affiliates. It's the new ad revenue incentive program
2: mm-hmm.
1: for both affiliates and partners. They have now upped the uh, the revenue split in ads. In you know, instead of giving us more a more incentive to get people to sub or use bits. No, no, they've, mm. they've said ads. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, and we're going to talk a bit about how they've set this up. So each streamer has now received, uh, an incentive program. I think, I think the incentive program is only for us and for us, uh, uh, partners where we get a flat sum for doing x amount of hours of streaming with x amount of or y <laughs> amount of of minutes of uh of ads per hour hmm. and it differs from person to person i'm not going to ask other partners to uh to show theirs but i'm I'm going to share mine so that people get um get an idea of uh, of what this means. So the more hours you stream per uh, per month, the higher revenue share or the higher the incentive chunk uh, will be. So for me, for uh, for the month of July, if I stream sixty four hours in July, and add three minutes of ads per hour Twitch will pay me $107. This is based on my average view counts and the amount of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and we now get 55% of, of ad revenue. So and it's just, honestly yeah i i'm not sure what to think about it hmm. i like i've said already i i would rather have the um, i would rather have the um the the higher amount of um of share on on subs because, because getting somebody to sub and, and, and leave money in that way is, is a better incentive for somebody to be long-term on a platform rather than pushing more ads. Mm. I, I don't think that there's a single person out there uh, on Twitch that enjoys ads it's a Mm -hmm. it's a nice way of supporting a channel for free you know just follow view and and just sit through the ads it 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 is honestly one of the best ways you can support a channel for free but it's it's just the pure amount of ads is insane
0: yep what's your thought yeah yeah i uh Well, firstly, thanks, Twitch, for making it kind of a bit weird to find and fiddle with. Secondly, thanks very much for spamming me. I don't know how many emails I got from them, but like, hey, we're doing this thing. Like five minutes later, hey, here's a slightly different worded email. It says we're doing this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then and over like several days in a row, I think there was some sort of mess up or whatever. They did some bot that went crazy but uh that was that was irritating but and and also the wording of it i saw they got sort of called up on it on on twitter and stuff was was kind of like yeah this is really urgent you should do this now and yes it's important and there's a time limit to it but they made it kind of they worded it in a way of like you've got plenty of time to decide and have a think about and communicate with your community and but but also you should press the button now, you know. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like and 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 the website kind of guides you through, like, oh, hey, press here. It's is simple, done. Um, so, for me, all that aside, for me, I I don't feel like I wish there was more control than like what what you know what kind of content, what kind of ads mm-hmm. uh, you're going to see. Like even if it's just genres, categories, ratings, that kind of you know, simple three checkboxes do you want mature in the middle, you know, or, or that, whatever, I guess they do maybe use the maturity rating. I, maybe, I, maybe not. I would hope they would, but who knows? Um, not that there's going to be anything extreme, but you know, like you get some, you know, you've got a nice calm, I don't know, you're playing the Sims or eco or something. And then people suddenly get like resident evil. Everyone dies. 17 or whatever, uh, chainsaws in the face and whatnot. You know, I, you know what I mean? I, I would yeah. like it to be somehow aligned with this is the pool of ads and this is what fits this kind of maturity setting, whatever, or even just align them to the game category. So the general, you know, because yeah. you've got the game category. So, like, oh, well, people who like Eco might like this pool, uh, kind of thing. Anyway, um, so I wish there was a bit more transparency about what, what were the ads going to be and how's that look? Um, and um, I think it would have been really cool to offer uh, this. I saw this from Zach Busey, a uh, very smart guy, um, very knowledgeable on all this stuff. And he uh, said it would be cool if you could do this way. Like the the this is like automated adverts at an amount of time mm. during your stream. But currently you can just do them manually. So I run mine as part of a stream deck command. Every time I go for a coffee break, I run some ads. Yeah. So no one's going to miss anything except a bit of diggy, diggy hole on the piano. Some people miss that a lot and complain, but you know, Um, (laughs) why not just make that also an option and offer the split. And then it all comes down at the number crunch each month based on how many ads you bothered running in the end or not. You know, Um, the flip side is the incentives are solid. Um, It's a good way, uh, but I know we're going to get into this. Uh, I, I suppose, I had I I was watching a stream yesterday. Uh, I was chatting and interacting with the streamer, having a good time, and I got hit with six adverts back to back. Yeah, Not naming any names or whatever, because I didn't want anyone to feel bad or whatnot. But and I was like, wow! I was having a fun interaction. I was really enjoying, and we're having a live chat about what's actually going on right now. Bang! I'm out of the loop, and it felt like forever. And, I, and I'm and i like, okay, I don't want to, so I don't want to put, you know, my community through that either. And again, it's, so they're just dangling the carrot. And for me specifically, well, I want to take that incentive money and put that into my pledge to, to help charities and people in need. So it's kind of like, uh, mm. I feel like I want to do it for that reason, but I don't want people to start having that same kind of, you know, I like being here and everything, but. I ain't sitting here for all these adverts, you know, so I I don't know. I I guess some, some, if they make it too granular, too many options, then it's too complicated. and No one does it either. So they have done it in a reasonable, understandable way. Mm. Um, I just wish that they could, uh, they could give us the flexibility to say, look, you run them. If you want to run them, when you want to run them and in, in whatever blocks, like if I want to run a manual one, the max I can do is three minutes. What if I said, yeah. Hey, I'm going to take a 10 minute break, stretch, have some food, you know, whatever, take 10 minutes. During that 10 minutes, there's going to be five minutes of solid ads. So you can watch those ads or you can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, and then if I do a five to 10 to 12 hour stream or whatever, everybody gets something out of that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so, I, yeah, anyway, that's that's kind of my rambling thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm completely with you there. Because as far as the ad manager looks when you're in your stream manager. It's it's not very apparent that there's an ad running. There's there's not a whole lot going on there. Um, mm-hmm. Like for most streamers, you, you'd rather see your activity feed, your chat, uh, and a few other things than the ad manager being the big thing that you need to know about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It would be very nice if I could have uh, if I could have a feedback from Twitch that could pop up on my screen letting me know that in in 1 minute we start our ad uh, our, our block of ads. Mm-hmm. And then get uh do you want to run it or do you want to uh to wait with it? Because that way I could go, Okay, in one minute, okay, let's let's pause the game, let's go stretch and, and actually just inject um kind of a a, a break if if it mm-hmm. fits. Like inject a break into the stream and go, All right, okay, let's have a three minute break now mm-hmm. and come back then. Or I could go, Ah, hold on. Uh, let's push back these ads a tiny bit. Because mm-hmm. something something important is going on. This is gonna take, let's say, ten minutes, and then it pushes it back, because we do have the ability to snooze them, but you mm-hmm. only have three snoozes, mm-hmm. and that's kind of annoying. Because you need to you need to be aware that okay, the ad is coming up, and then you need to hit snooze on it before before mm-hmm. it actually strikes. Yep. So a bit more control on it and a bit more heads up. That way we can we can prime the audience, we can let them know that this is this is going on. And and right now the only kind of option we have for that is by using bots. Mm-hmm. But if your timer is off on the bot, then it's like, oh, okay. Then yeah. That's, that's... I guess
0: everyone's gone. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, because I, I would like to have like an. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these announcements that, uh, that some channels have. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty good. Yes. They're actually very yeah. nice. So, being able to pop up in an announcement in chat, mm-hmm. going, hey, we're going to have an ad now. This is how long it is. And this is why it's important for us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because ads seen from. Like we're, I, I guess we're kind of talking about the costs of the, of the the cost to the channel because mm-hmm. we we as streamers we are fully aware that ads aren't necessarily the most fun thing like you're you're there for the stream after all you're not there for the ads yep but like I've already said it's one of the best free ways of supporting a channel mm-hmm. <laughs> I' just want to quickly say I I have like this weird, strange feeling that the amount of ads they're pushing is also a way of selling more, uh, more turbo. Mm-hmm. Because if you have turbo, there are no ads on Twitch at all, even if you're subbed or not to a channel. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I digress. So, um, ah, sugar, where was I? Uh, thanks
0: brain (laughs) thanks both brains yeah
1: uh, uh, no just a tiny bit more control Mm -hmm. Um, and and, and being able to announce that something is live and then going uh, being able to tell a viewer that the reason why we're running this is because of you know free support uh, the ad incentive program, so on and so forth, and yep. pretty much being forced into it by Twitch. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I think I speak for all streamers out there that the only ads we want to run are manual ads, no pre-rolls, or ev- or maybe even ads for. You know, our own merch store or something. You know, we, we want to be in control of what gets promoted on our channel. Hmm. And we really don't like the the pre-made ads. None of us do. I I can oh, almost guarantee rules. you that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> I guess... You know, I I think the one thing is obviously how enormous the advertising angle of it is. Mm. So um, we'll just have to see. I I, I suppose trying to look at it the most positive we can. They've given us a degree of choice. They've given us some, uh, you know, reasonable, I suppose, uh, explanation Mm. Um, and... Um, you know, and it's an offer, so you can be part of it or not be part of it, I guess. Um, and I, my hope is that they, it will develop and it will, you know, significantly improve in terms of transparency and, yeah, and what yeah. That's kind of, you know, offering for us. And I, and I suppose the other thing is, um, I hope that the viewers can, can understand that um those that take it up um i probably will i'm going to try and put it to a poll and and see see if i get any feedback on what people like the sound of in terms of the numbers but ultimately uh it's uh, as you said that there's a lot to it from in a positive perspective if you're mm-hmm. looking at it from a point of view of supporting the streamer and the channel that you enjoy it yeah. helps them be around it helps them carry on and, and take some pressures off and whatever they choose to to use it for you know you're trusting them and you're enjoying what they do in their existence so so i hope people will go along with it and and i hope that it becomes more um uh you know clearer uh for the streamers and and that the streamers can take the time and explain to the to the viewership without the viewers kind of uh you know hanging them from the nearest uh, yard or whatever mm um they, uh, and i hope it guy just hope it gets better i hope it, they give us more options um i guess in theory it's not too difficult but they they probably want to start by launching it they don't necessarily have the best track record of starting with a thing and then developing it further but you know we we just got we just got to be hopeful that they that it's going to turn into something that everyone can can understand and mm. to get some degree of use and 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 that you're not just all getting you know, A, ads that you hate and B, all the time uh, to the point where you don't want to be there anymore. I suppose the other thing is we've got to keep an eye. It's another stress for us. We've got to keep an eye on the numbers. We've got to keep an eye on, on what people are saying and how, whether they're dissatisfied or not. And uh, and if that gets worse, then I suppose at least we've got the option to opt out of the, of the program.
1: What I What I'd love to see here, um because i'm i'm sitting here just reading something about the ad incentive program and, and a few other things here what i'd love to see is like you you mentioned it uh briefly the ability to say what kind of ads and I, i'm not meaning topical here i'm meaning simply the absolute format of them mm-hmm. so let's say that me as a channel I said, "Okay, I'm only going to accept small banners and pop-ups in corners." Mm-hmm. Okay, well then you're only going to get uh, an offer of $50 a month. Mm-hmm. I would be fine with that. Yep. And but for those wanting to run full-screen ads, they could get more and, and so on. And and I think that would be better. Um because, like, being in control of what goes on on your channel is so important for a creator, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and like I said already, that would be less invasive for the viewers if they kind of get this little pop-up bar in the bottom saying, uh, try Prime Video, you get access to all of these. And, you know, it's kind of like the classical TV... Ad that pops up once in a while, especially mm-hmm. on American TV. Um, we don't have it that much in, in Norway, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's non-intrusive. Like it doesn't interrupt the broadcast. If yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. Um, I'd forgotten even about those other types of ads because I thought they were quite cool when they came along.
1: Yeah, and and, and I another agree. thing I'd I'd love to see just very quickly mm. is once you're mm. done with your target. No more ads for the rest of the month.
0: Mm, yeah, get to the ad-free zone. That that happy happy week at the end of the month or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a cool idea. Well, like, like no more or like or yeah, but this is the thing where like manually run ads. But I agree. Yeah, let's keep it simple. Yeah, that's a good idea, Tiger. I like that. Like because then
1: there there's also an incentive for the for the streamer to go. Okay, we're done for the month. Let's let's just chill out. Let's have fun. Let's let's do something different. Mm-hmm. Because we've hit our goal. We we know that this like we know that now we will have at least this much on our payout. We can we can take a stream off and do something weird and fun and and strange. Mm-hmm. In, instead of the normal thing, you know. So yep. I I think that could be a cool uh cool thing to do. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: But yeah, no, trust us uh, when we say that we we do know. We we are fully aware of how the ads look and and so on, but just I I'd love a tiny bit more heads up from Twitch that uh oh, we're going to play an ad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Go for it. Go for it. Good luck. <laughs> By the way, if anybody wants uh, Opera GX, you never get any ads on Twitch anymore. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? What? What was that? What was that? <laughs> Did you hear that? That was weird. That was weird. I heard nothing. I heard nothing. That's fine. It's fine. Greetings, fellow human. Um. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anything else we want to say about ads? While we're here. Uh, I, I guess just in principle, apologies to the viewers. I hope it doesn't become too intrusive and, uh, let us know in a polite and constructive way and we'll try and adjust. Absolutely. Also, maybe, you know, let Twitch know.
1: Maybe also let Twitch know. They are, after all, the ones driving this incentive and. Yeah. I'm, um,. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on a rant about Twitch and their ways of making money anymore because we've done that <laughs> multiple times. There are multiple dead horses strewn around. They've been whipped several times. So we're gonna. We're just gonna leave them. Let yeah, let, let whip the dead horses lie or something. Isn't that a? I think that's think an we're
0: adage. Was in that one? <laughs> it's one of the Bond movies, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> Roger Moore really
1: (laughs) Uh, speaking of Roger Moore he knows his role know your role
0: there you go segway (laughs) or something segway music was brought to you by tiny jingles
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah. know your role yeah has quickly become a stable on this uh on this podcast because we're both role players and mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time we've had the opportunity of actually role playing in a proper way together bam, bam, bam. we are both part of the eco vacation that uh stats talked about last time he was here
0: and I'm having so much fun that's great to hear. How about you? Yeah, really enjoying it. Love me some eco. Uh, love the the setup. Uh, very much enjoying uh, what people are putting down on there. To really, uh, from from experienced role players to to first timers, people really trying uh, to make it as fun as possible and engage uh, uh, like character to character rather than than, than purely mechanically. There's always mm. a big bit mix of everything, and there's nothing wrong with that. People at different times, different schedules, work, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, it's been really, really positive experience uh, all round. I think, and uh, and I think there's a lot learned from it as well that we can take off, uh, we'll take with us to to future eco experiences. Yes, indeed. Um, some of the settings and setup and whatnot, and uh, I hope that there'll be maybe there'll be a winter vacation. Or I know that the TLS is usually around January anyway, so. Um, But yeah, I think it's, uh, or like a Halloween, I don't know, but uh, I know, uh, or I hope, because I know Stats has had a bit of like stress here and there around the edges of it, because being the admin, you always will. Yeah, You can't get away from that. It's kind of the primary reason why I don't, because I don't have the time. I don't run things like this. People are like, why don't you do like a little thing here, or a little thing there? And like, do you know how much has to go into just <laughs> even just running a small thing with 10, 10 people? Yeah. Uh, well, what's running here? So, uh, hats off to Stats for uh, a really stand up job in his uh, first go at sort of running a uh, thing like this, or at least with Eco. Absolutely. And uh, Urban mm-hmm. Hangman, of course, uh, supporting ably. Um, yeah. Uh, having a blast. And uh it's it's just it's a great platform. It's a good game that uh emphasizes collaboration and cooperation. Yeah and whether you choose to or not, uh really kind of dictates how the world goes.
1: So the, the thing you say about um collaboration hmm. is is something that I really enjoy on this. Because in all of these games, you you easily have the uh, head down uh, into the sand and only doing your own thing, building your own monopoly and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way the way things are done on this uh, vacation uh, server community thing mm. is that there are there are incentives and uh, what should we say restrictions is a good word in mm-hmm. place that prevents you from utterly power-gaming everything. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Now, speaking from my character's view, I would love to be able to do everything, but that's mostly because I I would want to, to kind of complete the entire thing in secret and then do a grand reveal. but mm-hmm. but, but at the same time... It it would completely go against the the grain of the server because the, to see people communicate, cooperate, and mm-hmm. and work together into finding good solutions to something that they they want to accomplish is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You you have people going around. Hey, uh, do you know where this person is? I I need their help with something. And actively seeking out others that can do this 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 work for them, be that carpentry or or, or making furniture or, or whatnot, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's excellent. It truly is. Um, and and, and <laughs> kudos kudos to to those who have sat down and been part of this server. Who have have their <laughs> probably one of their first ever experiences with hardcore role players, mm-hmm. who actually play characters like me and you, mm-hmm. uh, where they play along. They understand. They 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 don't see the streamer. They see the character. Mm-hmm. Yep. I absolutely love that. Especially with with how extreme of a character I'm playing, you know, and, and getting people's reactions and such, it's it's good that they actually play along. It's not just a, uh, why are you, why are you doing that? You know, like they are mm-hmm. actually playing along, and I'm loving that. It's it's so much fun, and I I know it can be scary for people to to meet people in character, uh, from time to time, but we don't bite, do we?
0: Mm, I don't think
1: so. Maybe a little nibble. Little nibble. <laughs> <laughs> little nibble is uh, that's my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but no, like, it's uh, it, it's been so much fun going in and 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 role playing with people and, mm-hmm. and and to give people an idea. I when I streamed full time. I didn't really play many games on my own. I didn't play any games um, outside of streams I didn't I, I didn't really have a game I played for me mm. whereas now, however, eco is something that I fire up when I have a bit of time where I when I have a few hours of okay I, I don't have anything going on right now let's play a bit of eco. And 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 I'm not afraid of playing it because oh stream will miss out on it. No, no, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Like this is this is something that I enjoy offline too. Mm -hmm. But I still play my character.
0: And and it's it's just
1: it's such a nice little game. It is.
0: Yep. Yep. It is a real gem. I'm so glad I found it stumbled upon it and uh yeah um it's 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 just super super fun i uh i do wonder at what point we might get like an even more like fully immersive uh, eco experience i could see one somewhere like i i some i i look at it and i think cuz there's so much game to it as well there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that draw you in and all those rabbit holes everywhere but Imagine one where it's literally just like you do your day's work and then you everyone settles down and you meet up at the tavern and have some drinks and share some stories. And and we've got a little bit, I think, slowly we're starting to build a few more communal. Like most of the building so far has been like people building the thing that their character does or, you know. Yeah. So a lot of it is, and this is not a knock on anyone, it's totally natural and it's how the game works. But imagine if it was all more about, I've just arrived in town in like a sort of Wild West kind of thing. You know, let's see what I can learn. Let's see what I can do. And, 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 and I'm first and foremost, I'm like Jim Bob. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm that carpenter Jim Bob or something like that. Uh, so I, I, I'd love to get to that point. And I, I hope, I, uh, and I do think at some point there's going to be an eco experience like that somewhere down the line. But, uh, but all of that said, there's not any criticism. I'm enjoying uh, the heck out of this, and uh, we've put a lot of hours. and I wasn't sure at the beginning, like how much we'd get, you know, with the light RP. So this can often work for a few days and then fizzle out. That's just mm. the way these things often go. Um, but this is uh, this has really worked, um, astoundingly well. So, um, yeah, thanks to everybody watching and playing along. It's uh, it's been super enjoyable. Uh, I've learned a heck of a lot uh almost feel like i know how to play the game now almost <laughs> Um, but still learning stuff all the time and even long-term like pretty hardcore knowledgeable players are learning little tips and tricks along the way or seeing things and and it's really good to see the people in the community whether they're first time to eco or or knowledgeable just sort of sharing their knowledge and experiences and ideas and uh, and then, and then also bringing that into the more creative side of like, what if this looked like this? Mm. What if you took that building around that corner there, or you know, and what you're doing with your character and sticking with, you know, how that character's behavior traits are. Yeah, and the the variations. And um, just before, no spoilers or anything, but Tiger showed me on on the Discord video share like what he's up to in the library and how he's changing it and just super fun and that's the power of eco because you're not fighting you're not uh you know attacking or defending something or it's just you know it's it's just much more relaxed because there isn't that classical competitive thing that often then can go wrong it's the first thing that goes wrong
1: yeah exactly no the 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 need or the need to, to defend yourself is completely gone Mm. Like you are left to your own devices in how to uh, how to build up your house, how to build up your your, your place of work and so on. So yeah no that's it is fantastic to play this. And, um, and, and what I'd love to see at some point if, if somebody comes in now like uh, or, or towards the mid or late part of the event, is like you said, walking into town and going, okay, uh, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Who, what, what can I do? What can I provide? And then, if there is a business set up, that somebody could go in and say, okay, yeah, you can work for me. This is your job now. Do this task, and I will pay you, like a, a, a tiny bit per day, or mm-hmm. whatever and 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 that could be that could be something that you do, like for instance, somebody walking in and saying, "Oh okay, the tavern, let's say we had a tavern, which mm-hmm. would be awesome, okay? Mm-hmm. okay Then you have the brewer in the back, he does his thing, but then you have a you have somebody bringing food in, but you you need somebody to work the the bar area or whatever you know some place where you can order things like okay this is what we have on the menu okay i'd like one charred sausage and <coughs> one charred pineapple please you know and then they can bring that mm-hmm. to the table or wherever and then you pay for it one by one like as if it is a proper restaurant but you have this worker this waiter or whatever that has their job be that like they won't have a profession in game that they gain XP from, but mm-hmm. they won't need it. But they'll still have yeah. money to be part of the economy and, and work in it. Like, so I mm, I really like this. I really, yeah. truly do enjoy this server. I
0: think there's something like, uh, you know, that's why I was, uh, I can't remember, I think we were talking about it the other day, uh, maybe in the grumbling, but... Uh, it, uh, I think I mentioned like some, some I bumped into a character and I think it was the first time we'd met or we hadn't met for a while. And uh, it was like uh, a small talk. And then they were like, I was like, Oh, so what do you do? Like, oh, I've got this restaurant down there called the such and such. All oh, right. Okay. Where's that? And okay, it's here. Cool. I was like, Oh, so and then Ivan in character was just like, um, so is it open? You know, yeah. When 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 is the opening or whatever? And like, oh, it's been there for a while. I've got a store, and that was the that was the where I saw I immediately, like, kind of hit that that little wall of like, okay, that's where the light RP sort of borderline is. Yeah, but they're going along for the little bit, but they're not going to that next level that you're just describing of like, cool. What are your opening hours? When can I be there? And I think that, and this is something that's only really come into my thinking more more. um directly after the recent Atlas and Poor Innocence was uh, a lot of people spend a lot of time setting a whole bunch of things up, but then we're not spending very much time. This isn't singling any individuals out at all. I think it's it's quite, I think it's more prevalent than I had really paid attention to mm. in a lot of RP uh, sort of groups is that people aren't necessarily putting the same amount of time and attention into and I and I'm not talking about raw number of hours. I have to explain this slightly differently. I guess we'll break it down to parts. But like they're not putting an amount of time, a dedicated set of time, into um having their character perform their kind of role within the world. So you know like a restaurant the easiest one is you take a restaurant owner who spends most of the time out gathering, mining, farming, mm. say whatever not in their restaurant being a restaurateur. Yeah. So uh, exactly as you were describing. And so I guess what I would like and I, and what I've been thinking, this is just a little bit improv, like listening to what you were saying is, is I think there's a way of, because you can't expect somebody to log on, spend the, the whatever six hours of free time they have sitting in an empty building, hoping someone shows up to the restaurant, right? That's not realistic. So yeah. One of the things we were learning towards the end of Poor Innocence was let's put up like opening hours and say, Hey, the taverns open at this hours and this hours. So if you come at this time, so and so is gonna be your innkeeper and these will be the two or three people that are probably at the bar. And if you come at this time, so and so, somebody else is gonna be the barkeep or whatever, right? Yeah. And then people know, okay, if we go there and then you need the discipline to say, Well, I'm the barkeep, I've advertised, it's up on the board, I'm gonna be there in those hours, and if people come along and then ideally I guess in your group you organize two or three people hey can we have like this two hour block let's say we spend in town and I'm going to be in the tavern doing tavern keeping stuff you
1: just gave me a great idea by the way okay for running paid tours of the library once I'm done with it Mm -hmm. and talking about the different things we found and 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 what the restoration has meant, and and you know, just kind of make up a story, mm-hmm. but but having actual times mm-hmm. where 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 I can say that okay, this is when the first tour leaves. If you're not there, you'll miss it, and you'll have to wait for the next one.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And and I I think that's a great idea, I, honestly, because like. <sighs> Even, even the possibility of saying, okay, let's say that on your shop, you have a window, where that between that hour and that hour on on the server, it'll be open, mm-hmm. but only then, so that yeah. so that your character, like, okay, it's it's dark, ah, I'm gonna go to somebody's shop and pick up food. No, I can't, because it's closed at the moment. Mm-hmm. But then you could have like these, like I, <laughs> winters, uh, winter shop. It looks like a, like a, a proper drive-through kind of place. Mm-hmm. It looks excellent, by the way. Kudos to Winter. If you yeah, hear this, Winter Frosty, job. it's yep. it's fantastic. Yeah, the um,
0: creativity—not just the colors, but like the style and the way she exactly. built it and the big sign with the with the posts in the middle was. Yeah. Uh, Stroke of genius, I like that, but yeah. yeah, you're right. Like, imagine that. But there was not always, but like at certain hours, someone was going to be there, and yeah, you could go and have a chat with them and interact and get your food. And, and you, you make a little, even if it's like a five minute scene out of it, yeah, that's so rewarding for all the players, the viewers, everyone. And you know, again, this is not an immersion. this is no, in no way, a criticism, whatever we're doing now, not at all. But it makes me think of all those additional things we can bring to it.
1: Yeah, because here's the important part: the the eco server that Stats is running is not immersive. Mm-hmm. We we as character players are able to immerse ourselves into it, but there's no there's no rule that you have to be super immersive. When you are playing a role, even if yourself, you are playing your role. So, and and that's kind of something that I've done on my my store the surplus store that I, like it is, it is literally things that I uh, either make or find in the dig mm-hmm. site. But what I've done is like, I'm, 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 I'm actively thinking of it. Okay. So if I were to dig out like this ancient library, this ancient tomb of knowledge, Mm-hmm. What are what are the possibilities I can find? Okay, I can find I, I can find an old scroll with the knowledge of how to bake a certain ancient bread. Okay, I, mm-hmm. and and that of course is the skill scroll in mm-hmm. in game. Okay, I can sell that, but it won't make sense for me to sell the ninety nine sunflowers I find when I'm out gathering stuff. Because mm-hmm. I do see some stores that do that, mm-hmm. like, like okay, you have this mm-hmm, and meat, whatever, or, <laughs> or meat and something, and and I go in there and there's rocks, there's mud, there's dirt. I'm like, why? Why are you selling this? Your store is literally called something something meat, and mm-hmm. you're selling me dirt. <laughs> so I've I've been super careful. Of kind of like okay, if I make a shipping crate, or to to have a skill up, okay, then it's a found item, but I won't I won't make a million of them and span them on the market. No, it doesn't make sense for me. But I'll I'll sell one or two. But once it's gone, it's gone. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's also something that I would love to see more of on a on on a server and and i guess on on a more immersive server you'll have more more of that
2: mm-hmm. yep
1: but no it's uh i i think i'm definitely going to try to be part of a, a more immersive um a play if i get another chance at this
0: mm-hmm. because this is great it is yeah and remember it won't be if it'll just be when But I'm glad you're enjoying it because I I know uh, there were various things like technical stuff and whatever and time and and whatnot, but uh, kind of in the way of of getting into a, uh, you know, video game role play Mm. uh, thing. And I'm really glad that you're able to dive into this one. And I think as well, just talking about the product, fantastic, phenomenal product uh, to, to, to RP in and... And a great server and setup, so it's really like a, a perfect little uh environment to do that. And I'm just glad you 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 took the leap and, and jumped in with it. I really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I had some like because I, I really want to use in-game VoIP, uh, but mm-hmm. I was kind of limited to that because of my two PC setup for streaming, but I mm-hmm. found a way, so woo. Yay. Hey. Uh speaking of other roles that are fairly immersive, mm-hmm. um, you have played a bit of Solasta. Yes.
0: How did you find it? Oh, hang on a minute. What's that? Hello, it's me, Jingles, Tiny Jingles. (laughs) Okay, now we can do the segue. Uh, Yeah, how did I find Silasta? I I only played a little bit, uh, a couple of days. Uh, A little bit on my own at the beginning to learn the controls and the basics. And then uh, uh, teamed up with Who's Gaming Now. Um I had a lot of fun. Uh we, we continued a save game that I had and he'd get two of the characters under the control and I had the other two. Carried on with the same party in this case, but you know, you can customize, set your own up and all the rest of so, it. And I just thought uh it was it was really good fun. It mm. was really fun because it um it felt they they they'd clearly given the animation and the pace and the flow of the game. A huge amount of consideration and focus on how they developed it because um, I've played a few, a couple of those games, you know, a bit of a, uh, the first XCOM, a bit of uh, um, what's it called? Divinity or something, the, the uh, Div- D- Divine Origins or whatever. I can't remember the name right. Yeah, Divinity Original
1: uh, Sin and a few of the uh, others. The, yeah. Original Sin. I
0: say, yeah, those two. And I just can't get hooked on, you know, the turn by turn thing. Um, I don't really, the the one I enjoyed was expeditions Rome, but I enjoyed that more because of the chat interaction and what they could help you with. Um, so, but this one is super smooth and, you know, it is D and D it's an, it's a setting I'm familiar with. So I could just jump straight into it. Um, and you know, there's, there's, it's not, it's not super polished. It needs some polish in various places. Um, we saw a little bit of desync in the cop, but not too much that it disturbed us from playing. Only after like many hours, as well. Um mm. Yeah, I just thought it was really fun. So uh, I know you've got it, but not yet had a chance to play it. So hopefully, we might even get a chance to team up in there at some point.
1: That would be fun because I, I've I've been playing some recon control, which is also turn based, but it's it's more like a two D side-scrolling XCOM mm. uh, because it's a, it's, a, it's a modern setting, or rather 2D side-scrolling turn-based commandos, I should say. Okay. Uh, for those of you who have played commandos, behind enemy lines and all of those, whew, this is hardcore. So Recon Control is hardcore, but Celasta drew me in for those same reasons you said, because it is a D&D setting, like it's something that you're familiar with. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's high, uh, high fantasy, of course. And just the way it controls, the way it looks, the, the customizable characters and everything and just how much voice acting they've done too Mm -hmm. was, was honestly impressive. Um, so yeah, no, thank you to Doc Fruit. For gifting that to me mm. Uh, mm. because, yeah,
0: seems familiar to me. Yeah, he did. That, he did that to me as well. He's there like, "Here you go, go. place the now <laughs> i out." Like, okay, cool. But it was, it was super fun. So yeah, good. Good on your doc. Thank you, bud.
1: I will. Uh, I will definitely be pinging you uh, for some strange uh, reason uh, when suddenly <laughs> I play and right. it's like, hey, let's uh, let's do this thing. <laughs> so yeah Celesta, it's the uh, last I'm looking forward to it I am mm-hmm. and uh another thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. is answering the questions from the community
0: hey I didn't write that one be <laughs> quiet Tiny Jingles you've had your chance I, uh, sh- shouldn't, shouldn't
1: Tiny Jingles be something like
2: uh... hey I didn't <laughs> write that one
0: <laughs> Wait, where did Burke Blad join the podcast? Welcome! It's good to have you, Burke. Wow, Dang
2: it Cletus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Love you, Burke. I'm sorry. Please don't ban Oh,
1: me. they're great, Cletus, Burke, Dream, Gassy. They're all great. They're they're fantastic. Mm. Uh, speaking of, very quickly, I just want to say, Cletus. You absolute monster, like getting out there, working hard on mm-hmm. getting better. Yep. Keep up the good job. I saw, I saw a video of him today. He was uh, out walking, done his 2000 <laughs> steps on Twitter, even in the blasting heat, like 98 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. What's, what's that in Centigrade?
0: Uh, hang on, I've got a chart here. It says uh, hot. <laughs> 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 real, real helpful.
1: Real helpful yeah, there. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Uh, don't, don't we, do we have something like that? Temperature. There we go. Fahrenheit. Like I have, I have all this on my phone. So, ninety-eight half Fahrenheit. Thirty-six point seven centigrade. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Uh, that's hot. That's way too hot. Like that's that's stupid. That's yeah. double what we've had today, and I'm, I've been sweating today. Oof. Anyway, uh, questions from the community. Mm. Uh, sadly, uh, I forgot to check the questions section last time when Stats was here. <laughs> because we actually did have some questions for Stats, and I want to apologize to everyone for not getting your questions answered. But we are going to answer uh, at least one of them today, so that's good. But Mm. honestly, (laughs) judging from how long the episode was last time, I don't think we could have answered any of them. (laughs)
2: Probably
1: not. But let's just jump straight into it. Urban Hangman uh, asked Stats originally uh, about his uh, newfound uh, playing of uh, War Thunder. Um... And, and it kind of I, I felt it was a good one for us too because I, I've been playing for roughly a year now uh, mm-hmm. and and you like we're both fairly new honestly yeah that was about July August time uh, as well yeah so urban asks what about the game led you to picking it up and and why so for my sake at least I there was a point in time where I was just very, 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 very tired of warships. And mm. I'll I'll be honest there. There was, like, this was the period where everything was going wrong. Mm. Like, there was so much backlash. Everything. And I got so tired of it. So I, I wanted something to mix it up. Mm-hmm. um, And I think was this before or after I became a CC for warship? I can't remember. But um, I had played War Thunder before. Just played around with uh, with Air Arcade, just walking about and and the the Russian biplanes. Had a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw I saw Durek play, uh, uh, um, Tank BR, RB, mm-hmm. RB, not BR. Sorry. Uh, which is realistic battles, and I was like, hey, this. This looks fun. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll try my hand at that because it, it had evolved significantly since last time. So I jumped into it and massively enjoyed realistic battles in, in tanks and just kind of kept on going with it. And now I'm I'm missing War Thunder and want to find a window in the week where I can play it, maybe even stream it. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well you what got you into War Thunder?
0: um similar story uh i was i was kind of you know we get influenced and, and impacted or whatever positively and negatively by what the products we play do uh and their developers and the communities and things and and i was kind of you know feeling the burn a bit um uh for a while and uh, and uh then this guy i know called uh what's his name hang on um lives in a den oh Something yeah to that do- guy yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, anyways. that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like, uh, have you, uh, have you seen, and I think the expression was the Daka Daka <laughs> <laughs> of, of War Thunder Naval. And I don't know, maybe you said Atlanta or whatever. I think you've been playing with Angry and, yeah. and I was like, what? There's Daka Daka in that? And like, oh yeah, you get, and the, you get to control the secondaries. And then you carried on talking for like 20 minutes or whatever. And I, <laughs> I, I was like, you had me at secondaries. And back that. So I was like, let's give this a go. And uh, boy, oh boy, that completely uh, yeah blew me away. So, um, so much fun. Um, and And just trying to learn it and having you and others guide me through some of the starting points and that very helpful because, you know, there's a few things in there that are not as intuitive as they could be hygiene. But, uh, and I know they're working on that and I do think I can see the progress and it's getting better in a year even. Um, And yeah. uh, And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And I I love it because as a role player, I'm looking for immersive gaming experiences that I can share with the community and, and maybe bring a different twist or a different angle. And War Thunder really brings it in terms of like that feeling of immersion that you're you're there. Okay, you know it's all pixels and everything. It's not it's not uber realistic, but you're you you feel immersed in the battle Mm. whilst the battle is progressing. Um, And what they may be lacking some of the polish and the UI and and the menus and 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 that kind of stuff. All of that is irrelevant once you're in the battle. You're just you're part of it. Um, explosions zooming around. Mm. Uh, you've got this mixture of air and and sea in the, in those in the naval, um, and and air and ground and the other stuff. Uh, you know, again, depending on which modes and everything you pick, but it's, you know, you're you're in it. You're in that little space in that world, and yeah. uh, and I like that. And and then obviously, we ran into the sim stuff mm-hmm. uh, with Wingaling. Uh, and Crab and and that whole community and took it to, uh, you know, uh, 10 levels higher beyond. It was, um, it's incredible experience. I would uh, thoroughly recommend it uh, to people. Um, Ironically, I've had a bit of a hiatus away from the game for the last few months because of the war situation in the Eastern parts of Europe and things. uh, And, and I didn't feel like being in an immersive war zone, the same with like hell let loose and some other things where I just didn't want to blow stuff up that felt too on the nose, you know? Yeah. So I, but I miss it, uh, uh, sincerely. And, and I, especially the community and I hope I can get back in there. Uh, we had a little go a while back and I hope we can get, uh, uh, back in and play more regularly.
1: I, uh, I do hear rumors of, uh, of uh, rather large ships being introduced, and at some point, I uh, I do believe we want to get them in there and brawl a bit with them. So yeah, mm-hmm. we, we will. We'll be returning. We
0: will. Oh yes, yes. It's not if, but when.
1: Indeed, indeed. Blutnum, my moderator and uh, a long-term supporter in many of the communities that we uh, we share uh, amongst <laughs> the, the people that listen to this. Uh, asks, what were your first experiences with computer games?
0: Mm. What was it's your first? One. I don't know if it's my first first. Like I, there's a, what what we'd say in German film rissa. So there are lots and lots of gaps in the film that is my memory. Mm. But one of the things that I uh, do have fond memories of now that it just came to me. Uh, is, uh, is a game called Chucky Egg. Chuckie I don't know if you've ever played that or if you, uh, yeah. I'll have to look that up very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Chuckie I'm looking Egg. at the pictures now to remind myself, but it's kind of like, um, uh, like ladders and, uh, a bit of Donkey Kong sort of a feel to it, I guess. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember
0: okay. that very fondly. Um, so that's one of them because um, I'm trying to think of like the really old stuff. I know when I was, uh, I know I played a few uh, football simulation things, mm-hmm. uh, not super, you know, uh, the championship manager games when they very first oh, yeah. came out um, and uh, there's a few others. I, I also like, I loved, uh, I think it was called Emlyn Hughes International Soccer. Oh. He was a Welsh football player, I think, playing for Liverpool. Loved that game. Uh, and things like sensible soccer. And I like—I don't know the, the chronology and all that, but all those kind of things, I, I loved that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, just something simple, I guess. I guess if those were things, even then, at a young age, I needed something to help me switch my brain off, in a way.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so those were good things.
1: You know, for, for, for me... Um both my brothers had uh, an affinity for for pc and and computer and and my my oldest brother who is also one of my moderators he's he had computers since I was just tiny 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 i I still <laughs> think we have a very a very proud paul standing next to the three packages full of computer parts ready to assemble it at, at, at some Christmas. Um, <laughs> and, and and Dad was always uh, very, very into computers, like having the old Atari ST and so on. Mm. But, and, and having played some of these, like we're talking Oil Imperium um, and, uh, and similar sort of games, that wasn't when I first got bit as such. Like, yeah, I played, but it never really caught my fancy. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I really got into computer gaming was after I had my um, my PlayStation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the PlayStation, I, I played uh, Ridge Racer, Worms, and Rayman on, and a few other games. Mm-hmm. And, and a bit after I got that one, I got a PC and we're mm-hmm. talking age of empires one, um, mm. heroes of might and magic three, mm-hmm. um, there's X and like the original Deus X was, or it was a game that I spent a long time playing and really enjoying. Um, little big adventure, um, <laughs> One and two, and like that, those sorts of games is what really got me into it. I, I guess. Um, I also remember playing uh, The Incredible Machine, which is like for those who is familiar, with, from not familiar with the game itself, uh, Rube Goldberg, blah, 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 blah. can't speak for me, <laughs> Rube Goldberg. And, and his weird machines where you know you you set one ball rolling and that triggers a whole slew of different things. Mm-hmm. The incredible machine was a, it was a game based on that sort of thing where you had like okay this cat needs to get over there and then you have x amount of parts to solve that right and okay. and, and that was a lot of fun and uh, and I guess that's kind of where it started. So, um, yeah, and here we are, many years later, uh, making a living doing it. Uh, there you go, like yeah. video games, kids. Yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> the amount of times I heard from my parents, ah, oh, you'll, you can't, you can't make money making video games or playing video games. Like, ha, watch me. <laughs> Which is actually a really good segue into the next question. Because Tiger Claws asks, why did you start streaming and what made you start? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I know I've told this story before, but uh, in short, in 2016, my doctor sent a letter to the government and to my boss saying, uh, this person is quitting their job right now. Because I was about to hit the wall physically and mentally uh, and yeah. yeah, as part of that, uh, I, I decided, okay, I can't just sit on the couch and do nothing. I, I need something to keep my brain occupied. And that's when I started learning how to record videos for, uh, for YouTube and edit and after a while of doing that and getting into the groove and and, and actually getting some revenue on YouTube, we're not talking a <laughs> lot, we're, but we're still talking some, mm-hmm. then Shokoslicious told me, hey, have you thought about going live on like Twitch or such? I'm like, not really. Mm-hmm. Well, you should try it. I was like, okay give it a go and uh, and I found Restream where I could stream to both YouTube and Twitch mm-hmm. and about half a year later with intermittent streams here and there suddenly I was an affiliate and, and that kind of was like okay uh, I think I enjoy the streaming part way more than the making of, of video content so I just kind of started pushing that instead and it was like it it's been a hobby. Like it was a hobby from 2017 all the way until uh 2020 when I had the opportunity of making it a full-time job for a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what uh, that's what I did. So how about you?
0: Uh yeah, well I uh just I'd never really paid too much attention to a lot of these things because I'd spent most of my time as a uh, a not recovering workaholic. (laughs) And um, so I missed out on a lot of these things, like half the games you mentioned, I might've known a few of the names, but I have no clue really about most of them. Um, uh, And... I uh, I just sort of stumbled upon Twitch. I get I don't know how really. I just I guess probably probably watching a YouTube and and some advert came up or, or I don't know how or maybe Amazon. That's more likely route. Really. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, what's this? And at first, I kind of was not not in a negative way dismissive, but just kind of like, oh, okay, fine. But I'll just go and watch a TV program or whatever. And then, although I didn't watch a lot, but like you know, like binge a series or something like that and then i don't know i guess um i started to see content creators on youtube uh, playing content and where where i'd like played a bit of world of tanks and world of warships and saw people like jingles and baron von games and that and it was like oh, this is interesting and then i was like oh maybe there's similar stuff and then i guess it it clicked and i was like okay well we'll have a look at that mm. um and then I, 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 uh, I didn't really spend a lot of time on twitch but i Spent a bit of time here and there, and um, I thought I had like like not really a solid thought of it, but just a vague idea like, oh, it'd be kind of fun, I guess, to uh, like I, I didn't actually ever see myself doing it at all, um, in terms of content creation, but I thought, um, I'd love it to if we could share and emphasize the positive side of gaming and community, yeah, because I saw quite a lot of content around games that I enjoyed where there's definitely community, (laughs) but there was a lot of negativity and, and sort of toxicity and, and just, you know, let's always complain constantly about what's wrong. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously some of that was temporal balanced with like, you know, knowledge and insight and, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, it wasn't just drivel. It wasn't just complaining for the sake of it uh but i felt like if we if 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 people are drawn into and just end up remaining in that cycle where's that going to go is that going to go somewhere better or is that going to go somewhere uh not so good hmm. and uh and i i you know and i for my for myself for my own mental health and and everything else i was like okay i i would like to be somewhere where where it goes it gets better over time and, and a more positive experience um, and, uh, and so I just started like looking around, browsing around and, and bumped into a couple of folks, most notably, uh, Sieb was one of them playing the ships and he and his crew were just, they just had fun. Yeah. they just played it and win, lose or draw, they'd have a laugh and you can have a bit of a moan like, I can't believe that. And why did this happen? You know, the little, but like the 30 second things where you have that mini rant and then you, you, you know, essentially that it's comical yeah. and not serious at all. And, uh, and I thought, wow, this is really cool and you can do this. And I looked and I saw like that he was, uh, uh, popular in the sense of like able to reach out and, and connect with, a, uh, 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 significant audiences and, um, uh, and just carry on enjoying himself. And then. I I started to play along, and uh, used to, because it's, it's part of my work routine, so I'd be up a lot earlier, and this was back in the day when we used to get up and go to offices and see people <laughs> uh, <laughs> all those decades ago. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I used to catch him a bit more, like, you know, with my breakfast and whatnot, and then on the weekend, I was up and about early anyway, and, uh, yeah, and, and I just thought, this is really cool. And then I remember I was just kind of – I don't really remember specifically, like, very first time or whatever, but I was just kind of terrified, and I just thought, you know what? Let's just play and smile and have some fun. I mean, didn't have a camera at the beginning, so it didn't matter if I was sm- It does matter if you're smiling. That's <laughs> not true. It does It does matter. People can tell. And, uh, yeah, and then people would just come along and, um, and say hi and join in and, and have a chat. And you'd have a, a few laughs about you know this that, and we don't like this, and this is challenging or whatever. But I remember even right from the very beginning, it was like, but the, but we we're just here to have fun. You yeah, know, exactly. Just keep it light, keep it keep it. Uh, you know, we didn't say good vibes at that point, but keep it good vibes and this is what I'd say now. And um, yeah, and it just kind of went from there. So it was, it was the origin was just, can I create? Can I take? myself to a positive space mentally um and share that with people and connect with people and see if it like I wouldn't I didn't map it out this way but like if I was to try and articulate it as and express what what the thinking was it was like can I have fun and be positive and and enjoy you know in that in this case this this product this game and and basically my free time, and share that with people, so that they can have some fun as well, and we can have fun together, and and, and roll it forward, and and yeah, and here we are, here a few years later, uh, and I have fun, and uh, I think plenty of people have fun as well, so it's it's good stuff.
1: Exactly. No, I, I like that's also part of what kept on driving me. Like the the. It was never the incentive of doing this full-time. It was just, I want to have fun, and I want to share my fun with others so that they may forget a bit about that bad day or whatever. Just for Mm. a second. And That was always the goal. And uh, and I think one of the moments where it really clicked for me that this is super important was when watching TC play World of Warships. Mm-hmm. And just be so super chill about it, and not get annoyed, not get, getting angry, not mm-hmm. not swearing at the game. <laughs> like, you know, going oh, maybe once in a while when getting super torped, but just moving on, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a game. You're supposed to enjoy it, and yeah, no, that that was that's also a big part of it. So, and yeah. I know we 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 hit it off. Um. Uh, big time because of that kind of way of thinking about the game
0: yeah absolutely it's 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 funny you run into all sorts and and it's great and I love to um understand and try and connect and empathize and you don't always get on with everybody but you know sometimes it just it clicks and as you said like right right away and it's like Like it was, it was one of those, like things are often usually some degree of intrigue or, or curiosity or like, really, did that guy really just say that? Or is that really, you know, or something catches you out, makes you laugh. Yeah. Uh, It's usually how it is for me. And I'm like, oh shoot, that's funny. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. And, uh, and you sticks in your mind and uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm, you know, I think grumpy says it really well as well, where. You know, people are like, oh, you know, it's virtual and we have all these funky names and everyone's got their handles and all So, underneath it though, this is real. This is just, yeah. you know, that's the global nature of the world now. Just because it's virtual and, and I, of course, if we were all sitting around a campfire together, yeah, it's different. There's a, there's a level to it. But actually, psychologically and, and, and whatever, you can, you know, you can take yourself there as well you can let yourself go there um to that degree of caring and whatnot and it's it's uh it, i for, for a while until i actually heard grumpy sort of talking about that about it was about a couple of years ago or something and i was like i've been feeling that but i was like is it just me am i is that just a bit yeah. weird or I, why why do i care this much do i you know do I, you know not in a i don't want to but like in a this is really deep for me yeah it is and, And uh, it's, uh, you know, I I love it. And I've just learned to embrace it. Uh, It's not always easy for me. Uh, I've always struggled with, uh, you know, like close uh, connections and things because I worry about them breaking because of the way I grew up and what I experienced through my life. Mm. Um, Whereas, like, every time you open yourself up, yep, sure enough, there's the kick, there it is. Um, So you kind of get burned by that. And, 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 And this is helping me kind of unlearn some of that stuff and embrace and, and, and adopt um, more of the, yeah, you know what I do care and that's going to power us through this and, and beyond anything that, that we face as challenges. So, um, and that's, you know, and that's kind of where the Twitch journey's taken me and, and where we are with our, with our respective sort of what I call the extended good vibes community. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing, but, but I love it, and I and I wouldn't change it for the world.
1: Yeah, I think both you and me could probably sit and talk for hours on on our own <laughs> issues and and how our journey on Twitch has helped us with them. So, mm-hmm. uh, but we're that's going to be for a different episode, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, we have a couple of more questions here. Uh, let's. Let's go for a World of Warships question because this will go for two people. Okay. Uh, Mari has two questions, but she has one that also coincides with one that comes from Old Man Gaming, a.k.a. Olaf Uh The new economic system changes to camouflages and signals. Mari asks, what's your opinion on them? And Old Man Gaming asks, what will happen to our flags and camos with the new economy system? and uh, they actually showcased it uh, not too long ago because in 11.6, we will get this system. First and foremost, this is a system that I've asked for for so long. I love the fact that the look of my ship Mm -hmm. can be whatever I want it to be without it governing what kind of bonuses I get. Mhm. Frosty fir tree. <laughs> You're doomed. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, the idea is that th- instead of having like one signal with XP bonus that you can stack with a, uh, a camo with XP bonus that you can stack together with so on and so forth you get one block of four different bonuses that you can apply when you have it. Like, see it as a, a card you, mm-hmm. you, you can play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and they, they will have different values. Like, you'll, you'll have some that are, let's say, 30%. You'll have some that are 600%. Mm-hmm. Like, different values and so on. And they'll apply to that one battle. Much like you would today with one of the camos that are really, really, really good and will give you like 400% commander XP, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can now stack them. So let's say you have one that gives 400% XP. Well, you can Mm -hmm. stack that with one that gives 400% commander XP and you can stack that together with one that gives 400% credits. And so on and so forth. Mm. Instead of being, okay, but I need both XP and credits, but I don't have a good camo that gives both of these, so what do I do? Mm-hmm. So it's, okay. it's, it's literally a card, a consumable card, that you apply to your battle. Mm-hmm. Um, what will happen to the flags and camos that you have now is that they will split into one part that has to do with the economy of it Mm -hmm. and one consumable that is for the look of your ship. Um, Permanent bonuses and such, like for instance with with perma camos that you have for for premium ships, that Mm -hmm. will be kind of like, okay... So, this bonus will be available to this ship and will never run out. So, let's say a, a 50% uh, bonus to XP mm-hmm. on my Lennon. I can I can always apply that on the Lennon without it running out. But I can choose to apply a bigger one if I want to. Okay. Like, if I have something extra, I can apply that to the Lennon. So they'll go over to being consumable parts instead. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the complete ratio, but keep an eye on, uh, on the dev blog because they will be releasing more and more info coming up very shortly. So okay. that is pretty much what I can say to people. Um, mm-hmm. But as soon as I have good information that I know I can share, I will share it. Yep. Sounds good. Um, so
0: basically, what I'm hearing is flexibility.
1: Yes, indeed. And and for those of you concerned that you'll make less or so on, no, the the math and the calculators show so far that you'll actually be up in uh, in the amount you you gain. Both credits, XP, free XP, commander XP. Hmm. So that is the uh, that is the overall bonus of this, and I. I am I'm truly looking forward to it, honestly.
0: What do you think? It sounds like it will be a positive change. Um, I mean, I'm all for putting it in the hands of the players. I think... Um, I guess it'll be interesting to see how well uh, it will be communicated. Mm. So, and there's two parts to that. One is, which we can just get out of the way easily. Will they just mess it up and miscommunicate something by accident? Possibly. It's a big change. It's quite fundamental. It's a change that goes back many years to how it has been for a long while. So we'll see. So um, the, the, the second part, I think, is... And I'm not excluding one or other kind of group here, but I'm very curious how it works for less lesser to medium experience players. Uh, but maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. But like, how clear will it be? Will it make things simpler for incoming, returning, and 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 player casual players? Let's say, will it make it? Will it be simpler for casual players to understand how that works and apply it and get the best out of it?
1: I I do yeah. think it will be. Mm. Like judging from how like what I can see from the the UI that they've showcased uh, and everything, <clears throat> it is going to be much clearer what you get. Okay. Um, I'm trying to look for a screenshot or something. Uh, I might need to go to the Wow. Well, Dev blog,
2: uh,
1: live editing, um, <laughs> close testing, early access. Oh yeah, there is there is actually a dev blog out that came out the 9th of June, um, showing how this will uh, this will look. So let me just quickly send that to you. Um, ...on le Discord. Okay. Um, Another thing that's coming in the same patch, by the way, mm-hmm. is the ability to choose... ...like, if you have a hundred crates, you mm-hmm. can choose which one of the ones you want to open.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So, let's say that you are saving up to have a hundred super containers. Well, then you can choose to open your ten king-of-the-sea containers... And your X amount of resource containers, without opening the mm-hmm. super uh, container, so that is something that you can do. Um, but if you if you look at that that dev blog, you see the screen I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's in Russian right there, but um, you, I I feel yeah. that that is very clear. Kind of big things.
0: numbers and yeah, yeah, sort of in your face. And it's got some nice symbols that should be easy to get used to at least. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, okay. I'm not sure what the slot on the left there is, but if people want to go on the, on the test server, you can actually have a look at it the, there at the moment. Mm-hmm. It, it is mm-hmm. up on the test server. You can have a look at it there.
2: So, mm, okay.
1: But it does look very straightforward, very simple. Just want to point that out there. Interesting. Uh, we can probably leave a link for the dev blog, but I'm I'm not sure when eleven six is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might it might be right around the corner. It, I it, it, like the fact that they are posting about it means that it is right around the corner, and I just don't know a date for it yet. But yeah, there we go. That's, mm, uh, yeah. that's that. Uh, so in short. Consumable, and we're excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: uh,
1: Mario had a second question mm-hmm. regarding the eco-vacation. How did you develop your character, and what are so far the most memorable interactions you
0: had on the server? Mm. I'll let you go first. Uh, well, I continued the character that I'd played from TLS. How did I develop it originally? Um, a little bit of wows, a little bit of improv. Um, um, I think, uh, subconsciously, um, because we were doing it, uh, as part of like playing the, some of the Russian battleships and the, you know, very strong caption and all this kind of thing. Mm uh I don't really think we had a name for it at first so it's just Ivan just straight out you know the easy one to pick um and um and obviously we've got Lanavar a wonderful community member moderator and uh discord uh, uh deity um and uh, I it, it wasn't a conscious thing but I, we we used to do this thing where between chat and, and myself we'd do this thing of Whenever the, the Lenin specifically would miss a shot, the ship mm. um, would be outraged. What is this? We're we firing blink shells. What are these Swiss shells that don't uh, work, proper? away? Who, who put the Swiss gunners in the, you know, because they're being neutral and not hitting anyone? So um, that was kind of the joke that i went with and and land started throwing in text along the lines of he was the he was the crew doing the investigation of the gun turrets and the ammo racks and all this kind of thing yeah. so he would report back like during the course of the match that how the investigation was going every time we'd miss a shot uh and who was to blame and stuff so because because obviously he can't be the captain of the of the <laughs> russian ship right so <laughs> um that kind of just uh, uh, so, uh and then i went to join um i can't remember who we played on oh yeah yeah, that was it it started on dark side actually uh eco after mm. we'd seen mm. we'd we'd watched as a viewer the tls eco and thought oh this is real fun then we had a, a little go at that game and uh played on dark side's eco role play um which i think ran sort of in parallel or overlapping with that and uh and that's where the Ivan character was just born. I thought, wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if we just had this this red farmer, red clothing, red beard? It's, he's actually got, if you look carefully, like red eyes and slightly red hue to his skin. <laughs> um, it's just like full red. And um, uh, and he was, uh, but he, but I wanted to play him as like the. Um, uh, Uh, he, he's, he's, he's like a, he he wants to be friends with everyone, everyone to get on and, and, and just, just do, do what they do and enjoy themselves. And he wants to keep things nice and simple. Uh, none of this complicated machinery in that, unless it's given to him as a free gift and and he can learn how to use it easily. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, so that's where that character came from. So, And the development over time is I've just taken him... I've kept the storyline going for him all the way through. Uh, so he's always been a farmer. He's learned a few different things. Uh, we've obviously shifted things for both comical and political reasons away from being the Russian background into the made-up land of Barovir with Mare Bear and all that so that um, <laughs> it's just, that's just nice and light, and no one has to get tense about it. Mm. And... um yeah, we just have a have a lot of fun. So, and and then I just let him, kind of. He doesn't need to be more quirky or whatever. He just has his quirks and his ways of doing things. And uh, and he, he just, you know, I've set him off into the world now, and he just has his own little existence. So, uh, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And my favorite, well, let, let, uh, you talk about your your character. How you came up with the with the with the fellow human. Yeah, so.
1: Uh, tactical information gathering ecological robot or tiger uh, came about as, because I I started out on the tests, the test eco part for, uh, for stats, uh, Mm a, with a very Ivan like character, Mm -hmm. uh, heavily inspired by, just to kind of have something to play and get into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, and I thought about, bringing something like that further on. But it was like, okay, but Grumbles will be joining us. So I'm like, will it be Will it be too much with two, two of us going? Like, we could probably <laughs> do some farming together, honestly, and have this mega farm or whatever and just serve <laughs> the community in a good way because that's something that I thought could be fun. But part of it, like, as soon as stats kind of started leading into details around how people came... To the store, into the server and mm. and that there was lore already in there I started thinking okay what 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 is a good idea leading into this like you have these wizards you have these these things happening on on the server mm-hmm. and then it struck me that maybe there's some sort of revenant some sort of old thing left behind by the wizards or even those before the wizards mhm and 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 this android or, or this robot or whatever he his role is then to integrate with the humans or the the people that that are on the on the server Mm-hmm. and and help them understand and and try to understand them as part of the library like this grand library of information mm-hmm. and that is why I started the the dig site of 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 digging out all the information and and providing it back to the community um so so the the role i have is is basically like a caretaker of of information that Mm -hmm. that is that is what he he is and Mm -hmm. and it all kind of also ties into my go xlr the fact that i have different voice option on it i i have i have sound banks i can use and play as Mm -hmm. part of this character and and and, and thinking about how I can use that in in this character like okay I find I find information about a great scholar from the <laughs> ages before time his name is Richard Astley and he has promised <laughs> to never give us up you know and then I can I can use the goxr to kind of play never gonna give you up you know that and just that <laughs> no more and and just talk about all these. These great comedians, uh, Donahue, Trump, you know, or whatever, <laughs> just just kind of a mismatch of pop culture references that people can recognize, but it's not necessarily yeah. correct.
0: Yeah, slightly off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I like that. And I have to say, I think the library thing is is a really, really good touch because it gives the the character, from from my uh, f- feeling from it, it gives the character like this kind of this grounding or like this purpose, yeah. Rather than just they're there isolated alone, there, there's actually this this thing that's that's sort of bigger than them. Uh, it's a very very good touch, very cool.
1: Yeah, and 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 I love the fact that others are kind of playing into it with the wizard's temple and the church of the wizards, and and like there's this whole lore and and background building up that mm-hmm. stats never really set anything up for it. you know yeah you mm-hmm. who's gaming now aka john st johnson yep who is building the the church of the three wizards mm-hmm. but there's not three wizards there's only mm-hmm. two <laughs> or is there you know so and and then there's oh, boy, who's the fourth wizard and 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 all of these things. So and
0: subscribe to the church now to find out. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. And and I'd say that one of my more memorable uh, interactions uh, is probably with Dub and uh, and Doc and you. Uh, with one of the first times I previewed the uh, Terminator mode, <laughs> because the Tiger Unity he has three modes. There's one where he is like uh, the normal hello citizen, and, you know he 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 is an mm-hmm. android and and he does that. But then there's the mode where he's like, Haha, "Hello, fellow human," mm-hmm. and tries to play off, ah, "I'm not a robot. I don't know what you're talking about." You know, he tries to assimilate the life of of being a human. But sometimes there's Terminator mode that kicks in. You know, seek and destroy mode, perimeter defense mm-hmm. online. And then there's also self destruct mode. It, does, it doesn't <laughs> work. It doesn't work. hashtag spoiler alert. But, spoiler alert. But but the the first time playing that clip from the Go XLR and seeing dub jump off a cliff and people spreading for dear life because of yep. like, ah this is a robot he's going to blow up you know yeah I yeah I I had problems not giggling into the microphone as that
0: happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really good when people go with something like that. It was uh yeah that was a good experience good moment.
1: How about you? What's your most memorable <laughs> moment?
0: So, it, yeah, not not to give it the cop out kind of answer, but it is actually really difficult because uh, you know because of how much fun I've been having and how many uh, really good fun interactions. Um, I would say I really enjoyed the other day. I can't remember a couple of days back, um, but we were. I think it was if I had to if I have to pick one, which I do, or I'm going to force myself to, is uh, we were farming. We were talking with Alice, who's another farmer, mm. and we did a thing where we just, which kind of made sense for the characters and the way they were developing, um, that they just chose to help each other out on on each other's fields whether it was like, you know, filling in with the dirt or, but actually doing the crops. And then we just started having an improvised conversation about, you know, how's the crop growing? What what do you think about this thing that's going on in the town? Just like the small talk, the Yeah. um, And I think that like as a really simple, but really kind of as, as a role player, uh, just a fantastic moment. Because you realise you've, transen- you've transcended in that moment, beyond any of the mechanics, any of the game. We talked mm. a little bit about the restaurant idea and stuff of like that. But at that point, when you realise that you're you literally have two people role playing their characters, having a conversation like it's an everyday two people in a coffee shop or whatever, grabbing a coffee, yeah, you know, whatever. And I think so. I think that uh, that uh because there's plenty of others with you know with too many to name where it's like a really nice bit of comedy really funny moment a little phrase a little bit of word a look uh, a reaction mm. um uh but I guess in a way I'm spoiled uh, with with Atlas and all the other things uh, of having a lot of those those moments where like I said where I feel like it it transcends beyond some kind of invisible line into uh, just some, you know, a completely different thing um, where, where that feels real. Um, yeah, because so it, that, it's an interaction
1: driven by what's going on on the server.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, exactly. And, and, or, it's like, it's an interaction that is um, essentially, um, you know, kind of like small talk, just, just, just simple conversation between two living, breathing, you know, entities—two, two, two human beings—the thing that you could just have because you're walking along the street together, or you're, you know, in a, you know, the coffee shop chat, or whatever. Yeah. And 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 that just felt kind of that sticks in my mind as feeling quite, uh, quite special because, um, that's to me, to my mind, that's a different level of RP than. Um oh hey farmer guy, could you help me do this thing with this a farming thing or you know, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm not that's not to knock any of that. I just mean like there's like levels to to kind of everything and and that felt like it transcended to another uh to another level. And I think your character is really good in that it puts people in a you're just you're in a different starting position because yeah. you're unsure you, clearly, this is a different kind of creature entity, whatever sentience that you're dealing with uh regardless of what it's saying, there's something a little bit unusual at least yeah and um and 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 the fact that your character has this drive, this obsession, whatever you wanna call it with the library and gaining the knowledge and and everything is for that purpose, so you 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 angle everything from that. So, and that's a bit like having an everyday real-life interaction with someone who is like, I'm specifically talking to, I don't know, my banker because I need to do a banking thing, mm. you know? And so your character brings that angle. Um, and I guess that's the nuance and the subtlety between, are you talking to a miner because, hey, miner, could you go and mine me 200 of this thing? Nothing wrong with that. That's like your light RP. Mm-hmm. Um, or the uh, hey, you know, I, uh, Jim, I was really thinking about putting together a new garage, but boy, you know the the prices around the town, and you know, you know, and yeah. you say, so you, you, uh, just trying to express it in a way that is maybe clearer for the for the listeners, um, for the non rpers or, or whatever. It's those. It's the, it's the 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 goal is maybe I need to get 200 bricks from this guy. The yeah. two different routes are. Hey, my hey brick mason guy, can you get me two hundred bricks? Blah blah blah, because I want to do this. And the other one is like, hey, you know, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be really cool if there was like a garage at the end of this building? Do you think that would look good in this spot? Or and then you, ah, uh, what do you think? Do you think it would look good? Maybe like a sandstone, you know? And you have, and that leads up into the end of like, oh well, look, I know a guy who mines; he could get a lot of sandstone, and I can probably work that up, and and then you know, we did a bit of that today with Ramirez. He's like offering a whole load of things as he does like mechanically for Ivan. Yeah. And Ivan was like, oh, what can I do? I'm a farmer. Uh, I don't know. You like food? What kind of food do you like? You know? Yeah, so it turned exactly. into like, And he's like, oh, I like." and he did really well. because He's like, you know, he's a solid RPer. So he's like, oh, I really like stews and I like this and I'm really partial to like a roast and stuff. So it's not just like the one mechanical thing that his character needs or something, um, but just like, oh, I, these are the kind of things I like. And then Ivan went into town and bought a load of food and uh, brought them over to his house and that with a bunch of stuff he was delivering, so it's felt more like a little story happening, you know. So, yeah,
1: yeah, no, that that's the the thing you mentioned about the store there, like that's that is purely why there's it's surplus store what goes on in mm-hmm. the library, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not driven by profit, it's not driven by we need to have X amount of this available for the people. No, it's it's literally a okay we need to get rid of this stuff here, give it to the community. This is mm-hmm. what we have available. Use it for what it's good, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, I had a fun little interaction today with, with macro who has the store right across the street from me. He makes bricks, is uh, mm-hmm. mortared stone and so on. So that's, that's really good for me because I can sell cheap, uh, stuff that he needs and and then i can go over there and buy stuff that i need for for the mm-hmm. restoration so, so the the driven part of this this android kind of creating everything and and being able to share the knowledge is also serving the the, the needs of others on the server so that's i'm i'm really enjoying that part of it but i'm really really trying to the role play it like, how, how do I, how do I give this away? Like, for instance, if I, the other day, um, I had some seeds left over, and mm-hmm. and and the way I kind of played it off was that, uh, I found some canopic jars with these seeds. Mm-hmm. Can this be of of use for you or somebody else? Because. It's not like I'm going to go out there and look for a store where I can actively sell something that I found. That's just not part of my character. Mm-hmm. But I had a chat with you and you said, ah, uh, Bernily, milli uh, Millie, banilli, you know, and she needs this because she can make oil out of it or something I was like, ah, that is wonderful. And then I can serve the community by going over there. So, so yeah, no, the, the interactions, they're a lot of fun. And and the, the part you say about, you know, saying, oh, I'll, I'll build a garage. But boy, do I need brick. And then, <laughs> you know, that's when somebody can go, oh, I well, I can make brick for you. And then they kind of get dragged into the role play. I, I really do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I do. So kudos to everybody who's <laughs> able to play along with that. That I, that I want to say.
2: mm-hmm
1: uh, we have two questions left. Great. Okay. Um, one is the, uh, a bit of a long one. Um, but I want to end on the, on the shorter one anyway, but let's start from, uh, ninth Aquila or Aquila, mm-hmm. as I call him. He says the proliferation of renting games or software. When and why would you rent games or software instead of buying it? As an example, Office 365, instead of paying a one-time fee, you pay yearly, but you get updates and upgrades. And for games, X Xbox Pass or Ubisoft Store or something like that, where you pay per month for access to a large amount of games, but you lose access as soon as you stop payments. And one thing I can say, as as a streamer, um, the idea of paying, uh, let's say... $5 a month and having access to this enormous library of games. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, from Ubisoft, you know, access to the Division, access to uh, Assassin's Creed games, uh, and, and all of these by paying one amount to them is fantastic. Like, you don't have to worry about the one time large sum. Um, and, and if you know that this is something that you'll play a very limited amount on, let's say, you, yeah, you want to invest one month in it, then instead of paying the full price, then something like a Game Pass as such is fantastic because it lowers that price. But the downside is, of course, that you don't own the game, so you can't return to it at a later point if you if you suddenly want to but mm-hmm. also when it comes to editing software or or so on i know a lot of people swear by uh, by using these uh these one time fees and such but if it's a limited a limited time need then it's going to save you money a lot of money mm-hmm. what are, like do you have do you have any experience with these sorts of deals
0: uh, so I've got experience of, um, some of it, like things like the office suite, mm. but more from my, from my business uh, background. Um, I kind of thought it was annoying <laughs> to begin with, um, because, well, I can, I, I, some of it I think is just. From from age and experience, and and I'm not. And this doesn't mean it's right or whatever, but just like a traditional kind of a, or like what I was used to, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, it felt a bit annoying that this this trend kind of started to really pick up. I remember, I think it was Adobe that was the first big one that did it years ago, and they were like years ahead. Well, ah, oh, it's going to be a subscription thing now. And include all your updates and all that and everyone's like what what's that all about kind of not just buy photoshop and be done thanks very much and i'll use it for a few years and you'll stop supporting it and i'll carry on using it because i know it works and it mm. you know um so the cynical side of me is like oh, you're just bl- trying to bleed me over time um i think that there is a legitimate aspect to it which is that a lot of these things have become so big and complex or or you know even the individual products and with so many features and capabilities that trying to keep that all not only patched but like enhance it and and develop it i can sort of see that model and i can also see the benefit at least theoretically or, or it's a significant portion of, of being able to take something for the period of time you need it for um so I think there's there's probably not like a generic answer of, of or or whatever, but there's probably a few strengths and a few gaps or areas where it maybe doesn't work out for certain products. Um, in terms of like me in my streaming uh, life, I haven't really, um, and I, I might even because you mentioned it, I like especially the Xbox the the, the Pass or whatever it's called. Mm. Um, that could be something that I actually need to look at more carefully and think about where that makes sense. I think that there's for me, I still am possibly a little stubborn (laughs) surprise for a dwarf in the, in the sense of like, I like to buy a thing and it's my thing and I can do with it what I want. If I want to use it, I will. And if I don't, I won't. Um, So I still feel like that, even with like software products and stuff. And I guess that, you know, that testament to the success of steam and that as well, that's still there. Um, I, so I'm not sold yet on the other things, partly because, uh, I struggle enough as it is to keep a schedule and stick to what I want to do. And, um, if I had a past thing and it was like, for this month, you've got this or I, no, I don't know exactly how the inner workings are. I don't know if I would enjoy that or as in like, wow, I could access to all these things, or I'd be stressed by it thinking, There's these twenty things that I should be looking at. And i well what about the other twenty things that I bought and I want to play over here, you know? So and and one thing that always gets me, and this is more about uh ironically, streaming services, you know, primes and Disneys and all, it really annoys the hell out of me. There's so many of them. Zero. And they've all you know, and it's like, I can't and I know that's the the model behind it all, but you know, we're not gonna get into the whole you know, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, it's not, not the time or the place for it. But, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, just can we not simplify this thing? Or if you're going to have a hundred of them, make them all a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're going to get your, you know, uh, then everybody can, well, everybody, you know, within air quotes or fair parameters, but people can make their choices and and and, and a significant proportion of people can, just say, well, here's my $3, and I'll have that one, that one, and that one. Thanks very much, you know? And I, um, so I think it's something I might look at more seriously. What I've been more interested in recently, it actually, is a little bit of the GeForce Now stuff, um, yeah. where I think it's not at a price point where I think it's too easily viable, for me just yet, but 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 it's interesting. But I'm interested in it because my pc is not all that old. I, I've got a twenty eighty standard. Uh but there's a few things that you have know, the one PC set up that kinda of run my rig to the point where it's like, hey are you sure about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I do just hang in there, Chewy. Um so uh or R2 and um uh so I'm looking a little bit at that. It's not the first time something like that's come up and um uh, I'm curious uh, because I've seen some people that I trust uh, and, and I've watched them using it and seeing a good, a good results. And I'm thinking that that might be a good thing more because it will abstract away the issue of like aging hardware and, and, uh, and, and tech changes that I can, or I choose not to, I prefer not to keep pace with uh, on my end. Mm. Um, you know, just look at the prices of GPUs and that as an example. So uh so I don't know. I I I think that the, it it probably boils down to the usual. It comes down to the individual um, need, capability, and you got to weigh up each option and say, okay, this one makes sense for me right now. This one not so much, and so forth. So um, I guess I just look at it as as. Oh, I, I, I kind of try to abstract away. I don't look at it as like, oh, there's these two hundred things that are on not offer. I look at it more holistically and say, okay, does that particular deal? Does that make sense? Is it affordable? Mm. Um, so I'm not sold on it yet. Um, but I guess it that's partly because it's not the type of. Not necessarily the type of, say, stream. I do a lot of variety and I change games around a lot. I, I tell you, I, uh, sorry, I'm rambling now. And one thing I've noticed recently, Tiger, is I'm looking at the Steam, I'm looking at the sales, I'm looking at the wish list and all that stuff, and I'm paying more attention to, like, not just the new stuff, but, like, what's what's the variety? What are the things I can bring into the mix? Yeah. And and I am noticing a bit of a thing of, like, even with the sale on, I'm like, well, this is, like, 7 bucks. That's, like, 12 bucks. This is, like, 15 bucks. Yep. And it's like, yeah, but like now I'm looking at spending (laughs) a hundred bucks and it's like maybe half or most of those would have been on one of those deals. And I could have subscribed to that and had, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell how it evolves. I think there's obviously very smart people and and, uh, complex business models around trying to make these things make sense and whatnot and sell them to people. So, So we'll see. I wouldn't. I'm sorry to give a bit of a sitting on the fence kind of answer but I'm I'm not sold on it yet. Um but I can see that it might uh it might become something that that even becomes a necessity at some point I don't know.
1: So to, just to clarify um <clears throat> a tiny bit there. Um the the programs and such like if you jump in on Xbox Pass or or such then Mm. they won't have time-limited deals on what's available for you there. So it's not Mm -hmm. like you need to join in June to have access to what's in June. No. Mm -hmm. If you join, then you have access to it as long as you pay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just thinking, because I I did that with Assassin's Creed, where I saw that, okay, Assassin's Creed comes out then, I want to play it then, and until I'm done with it, um and the amount of time I used for it, I could probably have bought the game fully, but there were other games that I played uh, within it, so mm. I got more value uh, for the for the dollar there. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's a it's kind of a business decision to make there for streamers at least, but for the average gamer, um, it might be better because you have access to these things as long as you pay and I mean, there's a lot of triple a titles on most of these, uh, and, and usually they add more and more over time too. So
2: yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, uh,
1: I, I do enjoy them. I, I do think they're good ideas, but, uh, yeah, like you said, with streaming platforms, uh, if you suddenly end up with too many, then it's just going to be too much. And, uh, <coughs> I, I, As a caveat there, not caveat, but uh, an interjection there. (sighs) Netflix started out, and it was a great idea. People pumped their series in there, and then suddenly everybody went, Hey, can we start our own streaming service? (laughs) And then it just kind of ruined the entire point of it. (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) That's what I think. Um, I, I like the ideas, because it... Um, it could be a, a time limited thing. Um, it could be a small business thing where it's cheaper to rent per month instead of uh, doing a a large chunk for uh, X amount of licenses that you'll never need. Uh, because I I for instance use the the Google Workspace one for uh, for my business account, mm-hmm. and it's very nice. I pay five euro a month for it, and I mm-hmm. get plenty of tools that are absolutely fantastic. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of other things that are absolutely fantastic, last question <laughs> from uh, Mara Zalwicki. He asks, what's your favorite MRE? Uh, For those who do not know, MRE stands for Meal Ready to Eat. And uh, it's often uh, related to uh, military rations. However, a lot of the rations that are used in the Norwegian army is also actually very popular as normal trail food. You know, you go on a hike or you go on a camping trip in a tent near a, a tiny lake at some point. Then these freeze-dried foods, these meals where you just add boiling water and leave it for a couple of minutes, they, yeah, that's... They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to go one step further and actually add in microwave meals because I, I do see them at meal, as meals ready to eat for the normal civilian person. Mm-hmm. I have both army uh, experience and extensive relationships with these civilian counterparts, um, so I'll, I'll pick one of both. Because when I was in the army, the uh, there was one kind of called casserole that everybody else hated. But I thought it was fantastic because plenty, plenty of salt in it so that it tasted great. It actually had good fish because one of the qualities of fish is that it freeze dries well. And when you <laughs> hydrate it, it works, you know, it still has okay. its taste. Mm-hmm. It's not gone weird or so on. And, and together with potatoes and peas and a few other things, it was fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And with the amount of people that didn't like it, it was so easy to always have food <laughs> if we went <laughs> on an exercise or something. So yeah, no, that, that one's probably my favorite, but, mm. but civilian life. We have a very large brand in uh, in Norway called Fjordland, Fjordland mm-hmm. and they they have specialized in healthy, microwavable, single person meals. Okay, we're talking everything from like uh, traditional Norwegian. Uh, meatballs like chunky meatballs I mean, we're talking we're not talking swedish meatballs tiny things no no we're talking large fist-sized meatballs in a mm-hmm. gravy and together with large potatoes and boiled carrots and, you, and those sorts of things and they they specialize in those mm-hmm. and and they have a fantastic one which has lightly smoked cod which actually is good
2: <laughs> okay.
1: And and it's kind of impressive to make a full fish meal in the microwave and it tastes great and it has good nutrition. Like that's those are my favorites. Fish. Okay. Fish. Who knew? Uh Norwegian liking fish? Huh. Strange that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Well, do you have any sort of experience with these things?
0: Uh I don't recollect having any experience with MREs. Uh, uh, and, uh, but I do, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of, of foods that, that are like instant things, uh, uh, with like boiled water type stuff. Um, and I too am, um, I wouldn't say a connoisseur, but I'm, uh, reasonably familiar with the foods that can be microwaved and provide you with a nutritious, if not necessarily delicious meal. Um, uh, thanks to the power of the waves that we call micro. <laughs> um, uh, so the ones I remember for, uh, you know, like a, a boiled water type thing, the simplest one is the, is the good old, uh, I don't know if you have those, uh, the copper soup. So yeah. There was a whole range of, of copper soup ones. Uh, I remember there was, uh, it was like a mushroom one or a chicken one. One of those nice, just still powdery stuff. Um, straightforward, super fast, and, and you're done. And um, and actually, since being over here and one that I I have from uh, time to time is, uh, I guess, kind of like the modern equivalent of like what would have been Smash, you know, like a, a mashed potato type thing. Okay.
1: Very quickly, you say mm-hmm. Smash, and a lot of Norwegians <laughs> are going to go, that's a weird thing to put in soup, because in Norway, Smash... <laughs> Is a uh, corn bugle with with, with milk chocolate uh, drizzled over it.
0: So yeah, definitely not that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting one of those. Putting boiling water on it and going, mmm, delicious. Let's dip that into chicken soup. <laughs> very much. Uh, I
1: need to send you some of those. I think you'll like them. But yeah, awesome. go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. No, uh, so uh, but like uh, you know the the mashed potato type thing yeah uh yeah. quick and easy boil it up th- throw the water in give it a few minutes stir it up a bit uh i like that because it's quick simple pretty light uh i'm not going to necessarily talk about this virtues as a nutritional or a diet supplement or whatever but uh it kind of does the job sometimes um uh things that things i like are things like sometimes you get like a spicy noodle type thing or whatever but that's more of a of an evening if you don't want to eat too much and you just want a little bit, a little bit like more like a soup with some noodle in type thing. Um, uh, So there's a few things like that. And let's see, that's probably like my, one of my, my guilty pleasures. Uh, There's one that they do in the supermarket where I get my groceries. I don't get them too often, but uh, they're like 69 cents. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'll give give you a clue, but it's like, oh, wow. Just grab one of these. Then all I have to do is boil the kettle. Yeah. sit down like on a nice bowl of like spicy soup noodle type thing so uh that that's it's probably it's probably made out of cardboard or something but anyway <laughs> um uh and uh yeah other than that other things like um uh like microwave stuff uh they do a good range actually in the supermarket of um kind of like uh uh organic um Organic uh, pasta dishes with yeah. different fillings and things. And that's super handy sometimes because, especially streamer life, um, mm-hmm. but also, you know, our working life, like working workaholic all day or whatever, you're doing 10 hours and you suddenly get to that point about five or six hours and whatever, and you're like, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't eat anything. Um, so you can just throw something like that in the microwave for like, you know, two, three minutes, yep. um, put yes. some spices on it or whatever. Um, I, sometimes I do that and then I'll make up a little, uh, if I've got a bit more time, make up a little sauce of my own, something simple to go with it. Uh, so I like something like that. Um, straightforward. Like bread
1: together with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Just keep something nice and simple. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big foodie as such. I like what I like and I've got my simple tastes and, and, uh, and I'm fine with that.
1: There's something about those instant noodles where like just a tiny bit to eat with that, that salt and, and fat and it's just it's just it it's it's enough, you know? Yep. Yep, yep. So no. Kudos, kudos, kudos to those who have uh kept college students alive around the world. Uh <laughs> for a low price. Lord knows I was one of them. <laughs> uh well yeah, no, that's uh that's probably my uh, my favorite. So yeah. Put mashed potatoes in a cup. Like you can't go wrong. No, tiny bit of butter, exactly. tiny bit of salt. Maybe some chopped up uh, uh, uh like if you if you have some uh, some um oh you know, your crispy onion that's been like really, really crisped up and dry that you can drizzle on mm-hmm. top, or yep. bacon bits or something—just something to add a tiny bit more taste—and just yeah. yeah. We uh we have a word for those in Norwegian: vomfil. Oh, okay. It literally means stomach filling. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so it's, it's not designed to be tasty it's well it's designed to be tasty but it's not designed to be super nutritious or anything it's literally just to fill your stomach with nutrition that's it yeah but moving straight along to the last part of uh, of today's podcast something to smile about and uh, and i know that the the one i'm going to bring up is kind of a, a double point for both of us so i'm going to let you go first one uh that has been titled grumbles has a little one uh and parentheses story time
0: <laughs> great phrasing uh i'm sorry i also asked you not to not to reveal the the, the title of my autobiography anyway uh <laughs> yeah we had uh from from the eco experience so connecting back to that mm-hmm. uh we had an opportunity to uh you know i like to look around uh, the different communities and the gaming categories and things when we're gonna raid out and see where we're gonna go and uh we had some really fun uh and, and you know how it is as well you don't always notice or different times or whatever it's not always clear that you know who's around and whether they're streaming or not or just playing along and that kind of thing. So we had some really nice interactions in-game uh, with a character that affectionately knew Ivan or refers to Ivan as Mr. Red. Mm. Uh, and we referred to her as Miss Purple because she was wearing purple all the time. And, uh, yeah, uh, just had some, like, few short, fun interactions and then um, a little bit more over time as the characters just kind of got to know each other and, and talk about uh, stuff like we were talking about before with the role play uh um needs and wants and things and then uh had also uh, seen that person in the chat a few times and then recognized her the category. Oh wait that's Lady as she's also streaming along with us. Yeah. So uh the other day we were raiding out and I was like, oh cool look Lady Zaz is still on. Let's take you all over to, to Miss Purple. You can have some fun. You already know her from from the stream here so I take the good vibes and everything. Went over there and you know I didn't it's not like I did an in-depth you know research or whatever you are just like oh let's go and say hi whatever pop okay. over there uh, i think she was on like 37 followers or whatever everyone, everyone with the good vibes a little bit of the usual like overwhelming i don't know what we raid like 100 people or whatever it was and uh hi how you doing and uh and everybody just interacting in chat she was awesome with her, the way she handled it all cuz it's kind of stressful and you know we know how that feels yeah uh, ourselves uh and it was just nice to share the love to give the respect and appreciation for the rp and also to it with a fellow streamer um and uh yeah within like half an hour or something she kind of won over the crowd the chat not that we take you know we take a very nice crowd over where we go but you know (laughs) uh, even so you still gotta do your thing and convince people and and them and welcome them and all that, and through the interactions and chatting and carrying on role playing and the whole thing. Uh, when I had to pop off, uh, not long after she'd already gone over the affiliate mark, it was like 51 followers or something. Nice. Um, so it was just nice to see you know, like 14, 15 plus people in the short space of time I was able to hang around that 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 genuinely not, you know, and I don't do the whole, oh, blindly follow, you know what, I, I don't do things like that so i just say take some good vibes have some fun uh, and and uh and the rest is up to you and uh people were convinced and it was just really fun it was really nice and continue to have good uh, interactions so it's just nice to be able to share the love and to see the community really embrace that and um and and help people hit milestones and stuff it's just you know super fun so that's my little one made me is, smile
1: it is I mean, it's a great feeling to be able to do that it is mm-hmm uh and speaking of great feelings and we're going to continue on a tradition that we've pretty much had since the start of uh, of this podcast where we had something to smile about and and I think in pretty much every episode we've talked about the power of community the power of twitch and what we're able to do together um mm-hmm. not too long ago in in the random chat Channel on my Discord, Um, there was like it's 18th of June actually. Uh, A community member posted a link to a GoFundMe page where the uh, where the headlines read: "Facing eviction, county is unable to help." And I instantly saw the name. I was like, okay. I know who this is, but there's not much of an introduction on, on the discord. So I'm like, hi, could we have a bit more information about this place? And he shared a very, very, very long story, very important story. It's, it's no longer there. Uh, like he's taken it down and that's, that's fair. But um, long story short was that Spectre, who has been a part of many of our uh, our communities that we share across World of Warships, me, you, Grumpy, TC, and a few others, um, was facing some imminent and very troubling um, issues from um, having lost his job due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And having worked through his savings and, and a few other things and being down to having to apply for food stamps and assistance from the state and, uh, and so on, he was left with no other opportunity than to reach out through a GoFundMe. As part of him losing a job, he was facing eviction if he couldn't pay the rent for June of $2,000. Very shortly after me asking this uh this question regarding what what is this and and reaching out to a few others amongst you and uh TC and and a few other people in the community, there has now been raised two thousand dollars, meaning that Specter has the ability to pay the rent and keep on going. Mm-hmm. Another great thing is through through this this little uh, little little story here is that Specter also got a job. Mhm. And that is going to be able to help him keep his apartment. He will not be homeless. Um he will not have to rely on social, social services and so on. And it, it's just so incredibly important. And and I I just want to say to everybody, thank you for helping out with this because I know it's not necessarily the easiest thing to reach out in these moments. I've been there myself and I know, I know it's like, like this this feeling of dread and like, how, how am I going to live through this? Mm -hmm. But a community coming together and showing just the the absolute amazingness that we were able to show, and uh, yeah, band together around somebody who's who's uh, been been with us for a long time, and yeah, it's good to see. It's very good to see. Yep. So that's my
0: something to smile about. Yeah, big thanks to everybody. A big thank you as well to Spectre for, you know, having the courage to reach out. It's yeah. not easy to do either. And, uh, and for letting us help. So uh, good stuff all around. And uh, just, again, tremendous job by everybody. So thank you to, uh, to Tiger and to Reckless Rat, who both uh, let me know uh, about what was going on. Uh, so, yeah. And thanks to everybody who was able to help, spread the word, whatever. So, really, really good stuff. Big smiles. Big smiles,
1: indeed. And that's where we're going to leave this episode of Exit to Port. We have exited uh, to the port and talked long and wide. uh, (laughs) And... I'm just looking at the amount of time we've recorded, and guess what? It didn't turn into
0: a tiny episode after all. (laughs) Which is especially ironic how many times the word tiny was used. Uh, Yeah. Uh, It's your fault, Jingles. (laughs) I don't know. Not really. Um,
1: (laughs) But yeah, without further ado, uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, If you've listened to this and had any comments, feel free to leave them either on YouTube or on our uh, Discords. You you can probably even DM them to us and we'll have to be good in leaving them in our uh, little exit port uh, conversation that we have on Discord. Uh, Yeah, questions, comments, uh, feedback... Uh, did you like our jingles? Do you want jingles? Uh, do you want actual jingles? Uh, like just, whatever, whatever. What's your favorite MRE? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's. Do you have any any favorite moments from what we've done here? We would like to hear it. But that said, with that being done, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from, Gr- from Gr- Gr- Gringles. I almost called you Gringles. Yeah. Yeah, that's Goodbye your nickname.
0: from Gringles. Once you pop me, you can't stop me.
1: <laughs> Gringles the gnome. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know how to do outros anymore. Anyway. Bye.
2: Bye.